0: Gee, Steve, what are we gonna do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them How We Seize It. All
1: right, here we go. How We Seize It, episode 50, The Big Five-O. We're doing our, this is going to be our second MCU. Am I right on that one? Or is this our third? No, this is our third MCU. It's our third, yeah. Yeah, third MCU. We're going to cover three movies, uh, the first part of Phase 2 in the uh, Marvel Universe, uh, cinematic universe. So we're going to do Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World, and Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, so that's the first three movies in Phase Two, and then our, then after that, our next one we're going to cover uh, se- uh, season one of Shield, which kind of intermingles with these movies. But uh, that's a lot to cover in one podcast, so we're gonna we're gonna spread it out a little bit, um, which means more podcasts. But uh, uh, I think we'll get better <laughs> content in the long run if we do it that way. So, yeah, um, more drinking with me, <laughs> more drinking, and that's always good, <laughs> right? All right, right. so. With with me as always is my my co-host Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hey everyone, how's it going? And then back with us for MCU is as our guest Bo. Tell them how it is, how it is, Bo. Good, good. Uh, things are going great. Happy to be on again. Thanks. Nice. No, yeah, this is awesome. I love, love I love <laughs> this. I like I like having uh, guests with us because it 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 breaks it up and it's it's not just me and Steve with you know we have we have our, our differences but we also a lot of like so it's nice to throw some some new mix into it all the time uh which speaking of if anybody's listening to this and you are a uh, female we're looking for a female voice in this podcast just to get the the women's perspective and and I want to do that mostly because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts like I do um and I listen to stuff that we're going to do which is really weird I don't know why but uh so um And a couple of the ones I found uh, had a a strong female. Actually, one of them was just two two women from uh, Atlanta, you know, nice Southern accents, which was hilarious, cracked me up a lot. But they see things totally different than I do, so I was kind of thinking it'd be nice to have that kind of perspective with us, so you know we could chit chat it out and stuff. Because they'll say something, and and I want to say something, but I mean, when you're talking to a podcast, it just goes nowhere. (laughs) So. which, you know, and then I look crazy at work. They're like, what the hell is this guy doing? He's got headphones on. He's talking to himself, yelling at something. But anyways, so if you're out there listening to this um, and want to be part of this and, and love the MCU, uh, you don't even have to love it. You just want to watch them. Uh, let or, us know. Or, or just have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. You know, you, well, you have to watch the shows. You can't just come on here with an opinion without watching yeah. the shows. But I don't think you have to like them, though, right? I mean, you can. No, no, that's them. what I said. I, like, I mean, I don't like all of them. Or I shouldn't say I don't like, I like Liar. all of them. I don't Liar. lie. All of them. <laughs> I don't love all of them. <clears throat> and I'll stand by that.
0: Well, if you don't like them though, you, it'd be good if you at least had a perspective. So
1: true. And, true. Well, and, and here's the thing is you can have a different perspective in yeah. different parts. Oh my God, my cat is chasing his tail. It's fucking hilarious. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, squirrel. <And> so uh, <laughs> I can't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, perspective. You, you can, you can have a different perspective at different points in the movies and you can like parts of it and hate parts of it. And, and that's, that's the beauty of these movies is they're not just one single, you know, thing. There's so many different aspects to them that you, you can love and hate multiple things in each part of it. So, and, and I think if you come with different opinions, uh, the more people can talk about it and maybe, and maybe you have uh, an understanding that may not, you don't understand something or you think it's one way and someone has a different view of it that may you know, enlighten you and, into something. And that's kind of what I'm thinking is, is I think differently than some of the people I hear talk about them and I want to want to talk it out because I want to know where they're coming from and, and maybe I can and I don't want to sound like I'm trying to mansplain someone, but I want to show <laughs> like, hey, this is how I see it. You know, maybe that changed their perspective or they'll say, Well, this is why I feel it's this way and that maybe changed my perspective. So that's all, you know, but that's, that's kind of what I want to do with these, these podcasts is, is talk about stuff, not just, Oh yeah, we loved it. You know, oh, it was great. I enjoyed myself. I mean, but we do that a lot too. So well,
0: I think another reason we do these podcasts is it gives no one an excuse to, to walk around with a hammer. It looks like you're,
1: that's a, it, it this, looks is, like my Thor- <laughs> is, this is, is my thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of tonight's show. Uh, so this is my, my, my Mjolnir bottle opener. Can you hold that closer?
2: I, it's, oh, I see it now. Okay. I couldn't really see it before. Nice. That's awesome. So I,
1: be, I, I believe uh, you gave this to me for uh, a present, didn't you, guys, Steve? Didn't this come from you? Um, I, I think I think it was a Christmas present from you and Cindy.
0: Okay, Cindy might have uh, led that one usually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, no, and it I happens. totally get that. I get. I totally get that. You just like, yeah, that's that came from us. But <laughs> I, I signed my name, and that's. I didn't even sign my name. I said. Oh, I, I see, see it now. Everybody. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. so my bottle opener. So I brought that, which is a perfect uh, opening into what are we drinking tonight? All right, let's go with uh, let's go with you, Bo. Okay. Uh, so
2: the first thing I'm going with is it's a Crooked Crab Brewing Company. They're based out of where are they based out of Chesapeake Bay, Roasting. It, it's a uh, it's called High Joltage. and it's uh, you know an, an homage for uh, Iron Man Three. You know the the the, the power source in his chest. We talked a lot about that the right. last time and all that kind of stuff. So it's, you know, the high joltage, the joltage that, uh, you know, Tony Stark gets when he drinks his, when he when he, gets in the suit. So anyway, that's gotcha. my first
1: drink. Nice. That works. I'm, I'm good with that. What about you, Steve? What do you got going?
0: I've got two drinks in front of me, which I'm just going to go ahead and, and bring them both out now. They're both cocktails and, and they're a nod to my, probably all of our, Favorite of the three movies we're we're talking about tonight, the the Captain America Winter Soldier. Definitely. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but but what I've got on, on, on the left here is actually a Falcon cocktail. I found a Falcon. Oh, cocktail, nice, um, nice. I
2: which, didn't think of that.
0: Which is um, which is uh, some vodka, some ginger beer, a a um, pomegranate uh, liqueur, some lime juice. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, and some agave. Um, tasted one earlier, so I'm, this, is, this will be my second. <laughs> it's real nice. Yes. And then t- I paired it with with uh, a Moscow Mule. I had the ingredients since it was the same, but I figured we got Falcon and and Black a Widow coming from coming oh, from the uh, the uh, the Russian um, side of that side of the world. Uh, so I like that. Which to me,
2: yeah,
0: I just thought this movie really represented a, lo- a good supporting cast, which brought uh, kind of started off. Uh, oh yeah, the Russo 100%. brothers uh, film films with uh, with the supporting cast. They just carried through the, their their movies so well. Nice. So, here
1: we go. Good call. All right, here we go. So for me, I uh, I'm going to actually my drink is based on the Thor Dark World, right? And so they had that big celebration after they had uh, defeated the um, and, and set peace into the nine realms, and. It just looked like a bunch of Vikings drinking and stuff like that and having fun. And, you know, the Norse or, or the Viking gods and stuff. And what do they normally drink is mead. So I went and got a bottle of mead. And this oh, is hidden, <laughs> hidden Legend Bearded Saint. Uh, okay. So, and it's a carbonated mead. And so I'm, I'm going to open it with my Thor's hammer. Nice. Oh, there we go. Maybe. Oh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well. It was it was a little bit cold. I put it in the freezer to cool up, so uh, it's a little bit frozen. I didn't want it to like go bursting out. But yeah, so I'm doing a mead. So we've yeah, been nice doing boat. a lot of,
0: of beer brewing. What, tell us a little bit about what what mead is? Uh,
1: so so I know to... Bo knows a lot about this because he used to Good. make mead too, and I believe it's it's uh, honey based, right? It's it's kind of like right. a honey based um, fermentation. So instead of the grain, you're just using the sugars and the honey, right? Right. Traditionally,
2: mead is three ingredients. Mead is water, honey, and yeast, and that's the basic mead recipe. Now, there's been a lot of, you know, when you go into the store now, like everything else, there's a million variations (laughs) of it. And, you know, there's raspberry mead or, you know, spiced mead where people add spices to it and and really kind of like change you know, modified kind of like ciders have developed because, you know, cider when it started out, you know, hard ciders were, were Just like apple. apple cider that turned into, turned into a cider, but mead, mead has developed the same in similar kinds of ways. But you know, when I made my mead, the first batch I made went haywire because <laughs> I put it in wine bottles. I didn't realize that it would oh. still ferment to such a degree. And, uh, I didn't realize it would ferment to such a degree when it was, um, still in the bottle. So I went and we, we, uh, Went out for like, I think it was Thanksgiving or Christmas. It was in the winter. I made it for the winter and it was Thanksgiving or Christmas and we had stored it on top of our refrigerator, like on the side stacked up and we came home and bottle bombs, like six of the eight bottles, the corks had just blown out. (laughs) It got got on the ceiling fan. It was all over the floor. (laughs) It was all over every horizontal surface Uh, all over the whole thing. Oh, Two no, bottles. honey
0: is not easy to clean. Up. Right, and it was a mess, right? It was
2: a god-awful mess, right? So um, cleaned it up, never made it one other time. But the time I made it again, there used to be a place in San Rafael where you could do, uh, you know, it was like, uh, I'm trying to think, you know, the take-and-bake pizza place, whatever it's yeah, yeah. called. Like, yeah, so they had the same kind of thing. You could go in there, and they had all the stuff for brewing, right? And they had the cappers. They had, yeah, okay. you know, they would... Dude, so we went there and I made mead there, and that's the mead you probably had. Yeah, it was is- and that Bill likes so much, right? Yeah. So and you know, capped it, put it in beer bottles, nothing nothing blue, everything was fine. But that was just that was I just did honey, honey, water, and yeast. And oh, cool. and the honey I used had like, you know, sometimes honey has like a little bite to it. And this yeah, yeah. that really came out in the mead itself when I when I brewed it.
1: I yeah, remember when it being when really I finally really opened
2: yeah, it was great, and I just actually, I finished the last bottle. I mean, this is how long ago it was, right? So that was probably early 2000s, the last bottle I drank it last March. Wow. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah, so <laughs> just awesome. over,
2: not not March, COVID March, but 2019 March. Nice, that's still a long time. I mean, that's, that's yeah,
1: going and on. It yeah, it was well, still good. Yeah. I heard, it, and, and and from what I've read about mead, because one of the things, I mean, we have a beehive now in our backyard, and eventually we'll ha- get honey from it. I want to do some, nice. uh, some mead. And uh, one of the things I read about it is, it, it, unlike beer, it takes a lot longer to ferment and a lot longer to to get to the point where it's good. Like, they're talking years. It's uh, in the wine family, yeah. It's like yeah. kind of in the wine family,
2: so it does, it does take a little longer time to yeah. really kind of come of age and everything.
0: My yeah. daughter got me a bottle of a honey-based wine. I'm wondering what the difference is there. Uh, oh, cause... that
1: is interesting, I wonder, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, it's- uh... They probably just mixed a little bit with grapes, so it's kind of like a half-and-half half type thing maybe. Yeah. maybe ancient barrels too it could be ancient barrels or something like um, that
2: too as well instead of aging it like you know i aged mine just in a carboy yeah um, speaking of which i hear you guys talk a lot about the carboys and you guys use plastic ones. is that what i'm <laughs> yeah like, is that basically what you use so I, I was listening to the last podcast i always <laughs> use solely glass and the reason i use glass 100 percent is because i didn't want to have like ridges and and like like I didn't want to have a chance of there being any contaminants and glass
1: right. is a lot easier to clean than, than the oh, plastic no, no. over time. Like, it, it's <laughs> not easier to clean. <laughs> it's not. No, that, and that was one of the reasons I switched to the the, the plastic carboys. it's got a wide mouth so you can get your arm in there and, and actually scrub it down. And I, I use those, so those for initial fermentation. So that's what I use for, I
2: use the big wide mouth plastic tubs. But mm-hmm. then when I did my secondary fermentation, I
1: would put it in a glass. Yeah, and they I make have, special brushes for it. It's actually not that hard I, to clean. I have. I well, the, I did mine Goodbye, at first. But... A full, a full, and it was like the crust and stuff was so hard because it's up in the corner, and I could, you can't get the brush to really. So yes. I just found anyway. it was easier for me to go with the the plastic one. And, and and you do. You're right. Lo- longevity wise, I'll probably have to switch it out because it'll get some scratches and things like that. Way, but they're fraction fraction of the cost though, right? Um, they're, yeah, they're about half the cost. And then go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I've been doing, <laughs> Why else I've, don't we do use glass? Oh. <laughs> I've, been doing, I've been doing
0: all glass, but I don't know if you listened. I think I mentioned it in the last podcast, but my, my last batch that I made, uh, I had it in the fermenting fridge. And about two days after I pitched the yeast, I went and I noticed that there was about an inch of, of liquid in the bottom. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, this doesn't. So I'm, I felt around and then I ended up moving it over a little bit, And as I moved it over, it revealed a crack at the bottom about an inch above, oh. above the base. Um, the whole thing had cracked. I don't know how it happened. I mean, I've, obviously I was able to set it in there without incident. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but I had to, I had to basically uh, siphon it all off into a bucket, dump it and pitch the, Carboy. Um yeah. over my shoulder you can see I just I just got my uh wide body plastic carboy. That's oh, there six you go six and a half gallons. So I still have the glass one for the five gallon one to yeah. do my secondary fermentation. Um and I've got a brush, an angle brush that it' yeah. it's a little nice, but I got the wide body one be, uh, for sure. the plastic because just getting your yeah. arm down in there is so much nicer. And yeah, sure, yeah. that's true. And
2: like I said, I had the one that was a bucket with a big wide lid and it had the hole in the mm-hmm. top for the for the thing. Now yeah. Sorry. I, I don't want to geek out too much. I mean, we're going to talk about <laughs> movies, but I mean, obviously, but I know, I know what I also did when I, I, I used to do it. One of the things I read was when you guys have your, uh, I forget what it's called, the little thing that goes in the top with the water, the stopper, the bubbler, the bubbler, right. That. Or whatever it is. Do you guys put, I used to put uh green alcohol in my bubbler because that's because you said you can get contaminants from the water you're putting in there if yeah. you're like super hardcore. Then again, my beer sucked, so I don't know what I was really stressing <laughs> about so much. Like I stressed so much about the beer and about all the stuff and, and, and it, it, it always turned years. out the same and it didn't make much of a difference anyway, but That's I'm like, funny. well, I'm gonna follow every rule I can follow. <laughs> I,
0: mean, um, I, well, yeah,
1: I use star sand.
0: Yeah, I use star sand, but I use a big uh, a big long tube that goes into a big um, gallon oh, see, like, yeah, bucket of star sand. Saying. Um, and it just, and so there's been a couple of my batches that have really filled up that tube that my Belgian was really, uh, the yeast really, uh, went to work on it. Got a lot of foam. out. out I got you
2: right on. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, like I said, I could geek out on this all night, but that's a whole (laughs) other podcast. That's a That's a post COVID podcast. When I start driving up to Santa Rosa and we start, uh, we
1: started with some of my own beer. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely. We'll get four batches going. It'll be fun. Right. All right. Well, let's get let's get into this Iron Man three because that's the first of the the first of the Phase two MCU movie. Um, it was the one that was released right after Avengers, um, or the first movie released after Avengers, not right after Avengers. Um, and it's the third third of the Iron Man movies. Um, I don't. I, <laughs> It wasn't directed by John Favreau, which he did the first two. I mean, he still he still was in it as Happy, but he he didn't direct it. And I, I think you can see a difference. I, well, I mean, he he
0: kind of he did he said he wasn't going to direct it. He kind of handed off the reins, and it was Robert Downey Jr. that that got Shane Black to direct. Um, he had already shot a film with Robert Downey Jr., Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which oh, uh, yeah. which which is a lot of fun. That was one early before Iron Man when. Uh, when Robert Downey Jr. was, was considered a risk. Um, just like with,
2: with Iron Man. Well, to say the least, Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm looking at, I said, Oh my gosh, I'm looking at Shane Black's, uh, I M D B page, but go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, Steve. Yeah,
0: well he's done like he's written he wrote like the early Lethal Weapon movies and Last Action Hero, which is that Arnold Schwarzenegger one. So he's been around for a long time, but but then he directed I think Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was his first one. And then he also did The Predator recently. Um yeah. what what else? I I don't know if I have to Well go. he
2: did the nice guys. Nice guys, nice I guys, really yeah. like that movie. Yeah. That was a really good Russell movie, Crow. I thought. Yeah Yeah, that was just he's like got- a yeah, perfect
0: He's got kind of an interesting style of humor, and I think Rob, Robert Downey Jr. thought if 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 John Favreau isn't going to direct it, he wants to get someone that's. He I, I got a quote here. He well, says, "Bringing in Shane Black to write and direct Iron Man three to me is basically the only transition from Favreau to a next thing that Favreau and the audience and Marvel and I could ever actually sign off on." So, wow, he he had a lot to do with uh, bringing well, Shane Black,
1: and over. and you could I I think you could see the differences in it and not in. I don't want to it was bad or uh, worse or anything like that. It was just there was a difference. It had a different feel. Um, it kind of, you know, uh, I'm trying to think. It, there was parts about it I really liked, and then there was parts that really sucked. And I, 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 I don't agree. know I how much that. the director and how much was writing. Like, I think they, they with, you know, the, the villains in this one, I, I think they had a miss. I, I just don't – I. Other than the fact that they brought in the Mandarin and, and then they had that kind of uh, twist in it where he wasn't really a villain. I mean, he was, but he wasn't. I thought it was great. That was one of the-, the fun Which, fun which Mandarin though?
0: Well, which uh, man- uh, the man,
1: Yeah, Kingsley.
2: Okay. Trevor, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> Trevor exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. He was he, that was amazing. He so was... this goes to my thing I said the last time. It's like I t- I talked about this the last time. The actors they get. I mean, this mm-hmm. is like Ben Kingsley is know. Hollywood right. royalty,
1: right? And royalty, here he is playing yeah. some like dr- basically drug addict drunk. <laughs> oh, but it's so perfect. I mean, to me he was probably one of the best parts of the whole thing. Other than I really enjoyed uh, Rody's parts, I thought because he got to play a bigger oh. part, and I really yeah. enjoyed seeing all of the suits until the end when they blew them all up. then it's like, what the come yeah. on, you know, but I mean, I understand where it was, and you know it's funny a lot of the things i've I've seen and heard on this and read they're talking about this one. uh the main story is is uh this was a love triangle between uh Tony Pepper. And the, suits. and the suit <laughs> yeah yeah and so i thought yeah. that was pretty interesting i mean i thought well, it started off great go yeah. ahead no i was gonna no, go ahead go ahead and say what you're gonna say sorry i'm saying i thought it started off great i really liked the beginning you know it it, it seemed to have a the, the normal flow and everything like that i loved him back in his is you know doing his thing down in his garage you know he does the flip to catch the the mask on his face you know because it hit and you know, there, that part, it had it. had the humor. It had him in his his workshop doing his thing. Um, the interactions with Pepper, you know, he's got her, the big bunny, you know, that fucking thing's like 20 feet tall. I thought all that was great. I love the flashback, you know, right? I, I, I liked how that played off. The funny thing that uh, it cracks me up every time I see it is Happy. He looks like he's trying to be John Travolta in um, uh, Pulp Fiction, like the hairstyle. I'm yeah. like, he, he pulled that straight from Pulp Fiction. It is like, but I, I thought that was all good. Yeah. No, I thought that
2: is and I'm I'm trying to remember. I mean, I've been watching so many of these and going back and forth and then right you know watching new ones. But I think I think one of the best scenes I mean, it's interesting you talk about the love affair and the love triangle with the suit because you really get that later on, uh, you know, with him and Don Cheadle. Like later on when Don Cheadle's like, I need a new suit or you know, right. whatever <laughs> <all that>. like <laughs> Just like the gun, one. he's like, hey, they don't all fit, like, or whatever, <laughs> right? you know, or just like the gun kind okay. of thing. So but, now I have a, a continuity problem with that, though, but too. One second, though, I wanna go back, I wanna go back mm-hmm. to your your happy thing. We can talk about that. I don't wanna, I don't wanna yeah. cut you off, but I wanna keep this, but um, the one keep happy. scene, uh, keep it unhappy, one of the best scenes, I think, is when he's sitting in the lobby, this, this really kind of spoke to me, he's sitting in the lobby and he has like his ID, and he's like right. flipping his ID to the dude across the way, that's like, ID, ID, and that's how, that's how I feel about so many things. It's like, I'm a total, total rule follower. And it's like, <laughs> you gotta have your ID. You gotta have your ID shown. And if you have to have your ID shown, you should have it shown. So he's like, ID. Yeah. And he's like flipping the ID, flipping the ID. And it's like, I totally, totally relate to that. Cause it's like,
1: I got my well, that was, ID out. Why don't you have your ID? Yeah. Out? That's that whole scene. He's walking in. He's he's telling everybody ID ID, and yep. then he's talking to Pepper, and he's like, you know, since, since you've taken over head of security, we've had a three hundred percent of complaints. He's like, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> She's like, no, because <laughs> so it's not a complaint. No, you're welcome. And I was I just loved it. I mean, he's, that's what he is. He's doing his thing. Uh, um, so what's your continuity deal? Sorry. Okay, so talking about you know, he's saying the suits only work for him. Now he put he injected himself it with the little trackers to get the suit onto himself but at two times he sends the suit somewhere else first is he has it uh, go on to pepper now did he inject her with little things or what i mean what's you know He could have just told jarvis yeah he could have just but told he, jarvis no, he, he pointed at her and they shot to her so do you know yeah. what I'm saying? It, it's no, I, don't, I don't know. He points to something
0: when he is sitting in the Senate chambers and, and a screen pops up. And, you know, he has these, these magical uh,
1: uh, right. ways of She's making like technology steroids, go the way he But if he to had though, to so. inject himself with the little tracker so that the suit fit to him. And this was very soon after they attack his house and he throws it on Pepper to protect her, which I love the scene. I thought it was a great thing. Yeah. But... Okay, did he inject her with things, or did he well, really need to have the things on it? Maybe he so had GPS me, I, built I,
0: into it at, for for you know for, for yeah. a backup. You know, right? The trackers well, was for better me. precision. Yeah.
2: yeah, the thing I can't remember is did Pepper actually was she actually able to use
1: the suit, or did it just well, that's protection? my other that's my other continuity thing? As she's trying to get out of the house with the other girl, she's trying to use the blaster out of the hand like to shoot the door, and it doesn't work. And then she puts it behind her, and it launches her. So this is saying that then either they're all self-powered and they don't need the, the um, right. can think of it, the, the Tony's chest, right? right? They don't need that. The arc, arc reactor. reactor. Yeah, so there, there's no reason to have the arc reactor anymore if, if Tony doesn't need him to power the suits anymore, if the suits work when Pepper's, which goes to so when when Rhodey, when he got his, I mean, it, it shows that they, they can be powered by themselves. Right. Well, maybe they learned too. So maybe it's a situation where with Pepper, right? Who,
2: who who really knows? But maybe it's a situation with Pepper where you know it, it was able to like protect her and and, and basically, you know, what, what would you call it? Get on her? I don't know what you like. Yeah. You know, basically, able to like you know uh, surround <laughs> her with a
1: suit or whatever, right? And then maybe it like learns. Yeah, it's just one of those things that they don't oh, explain it, and it's kind of one of those. If you think about it, and this is this is where. If you take real world science, well, of and try and put it in the MCU, <laughs> you're gonna find some issues. And and I've had a sure. I don't have a problem with it because I I I see the MCU as its own world. I don't I don't try and say well, it's a fantasy world. world, right? Well, and that's so one of one of the other things is while I'm listening to some of these other podcasts and stuff, these people have these issues with what they're doing and how and like like it's our real world, and I'm like, it's not, you know. Right. Th- th- um, I, I'm gonna jump into Shield real quick because that's where it comes up, but we also see it a little bit in Captain America, where they're you know they've got lists of people and stuff like that, you know, you know for whatever reason, and, and it's like, well that's wrong, you you shouldn't have lists of people because of this and that, and I'm like, well why not? If, right. if you had if you had superpowers and you could fucking blow up and and let's just let's just put it in our real world, take out a school with a bunch of children in it. Do, right. you, do you think you want them on a list? You, you mean, well, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so, But people were like, well, that's bad. And I'm like, well, is it really? So yeah, you got to separate them a little.
2: Well, I mean, if you can identify who the true like evil criminals
1: are, you should have a list of those evil criminals. I mean, that's what it really comes down to. Me. I don't even think it needs to be a criminal. It's someone that it's, it's potential. Like, okay, if you lived in a neighborhood and one of your neighbors had a tank, right, that could just I don't want to know. And, Exactly. Now you're not going to be going over and checking like, "Hey, did you start that tank up?" Are you thinking about loading? Right. it? No, no. You just want I'm to. I'm not going to.
2: I mean, yeah. It's like we'll think of it this way. Like, think of Second Amendment, right? Right. I think everybody. I'm a. I'm a supporter of the Second Amendment. I don't get political. It's that time of year. So let <laughs> talk about that. But. Yes. But I just want to say. I mean, it's like I'm a. I'm a. I think everybody should be allowed to have a gun, and I'm supportive of that. And whatever. But I also think it'd be fair to say. I should know if my neighbors have a gun kind of a Mm -hmm. thing, because, you know, if I start seeing my neighbor, like, you know, being unstable or something, or, you know, people have problems. People like, you know, go, go off the deep end or whatever. I'm not saying that to everybody. I'm not saying I'm not throwing a blanket statement out there, but I would really love to know if my neighbor had a gun, because if I saw my neighbor out there, like who's in a
1: shit over something, I'd like to know that he has a gun (laughs) that he might, I don't know pull out. I agree. <laughs> I agree. No, I agree with you 100% and that's that's why i was saying you you got to separate the worlds a little bit the science in it. Um yeah. but I mean I I wish we had I I wish we had guys that had iron suits that could fly around and and gods that came yeah. down with lightning and hammers right. and
0: you know one of the things that you guys have been talking for a while and i i've, I've had a, <laughs> a lineup of things to, to interject but uh sure I, um but i just because you mentioned gods and monsters this idea of you know you know this iron man 3 takes place just after uh the avengers and one one thing i really give a nod to it over is how it you know, it turns Tony Stark into a very vulnerable person. It really explores that because he's trying to deal with a world now that science isn't what it's about. Because gods and monsters exist, and he saw it, and that's what's yeah. causing his panic attacks. So, um, it's kind of trying to address that in a real world way. Of, of he's what trying happens
1: to address if, the PTSD.
0: Well, what happens if science suddenly isn't what your world can truly believe in anymore? Um, and,
2: or is it? Or isn't enough? Yeah. Like um, the science,
1: yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. The science isn't enough. Yeah. So yeah, and I, I think, well, I think it's a mix, though. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a world of science, high science, right? Like, way beyond what we're doing oh, yeah. now. And and it's a world of magic and, and wonder and monsters and gods and stuff like that. You know, you got, in, in the MCU alone, you have Thor, who's, who's an alien, essentially, and a god with powers. And then you've got guys like Hulk, who's a monster, Right. And you got magic right. with, with Dr. Strange. So it is, it's, it is really cool. Well, but- oh, and you have all of it. I mean, even, even when you get further
2: into it, it's like you have a, uh, uh, the Scarlet witch, like you have like that end of it yeah. and everything. So it's like, there's, there's like every aspect of like fantasy and fiction is represented in these movies. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And, but what, what Steve was talking about, like him dealing with this stuff like that and the science not being there um, this, this movie was kind of a nod to um, a section in the comics, I believe. Uh, where Tony was dealing with uh, alcoholism, and and stuff like that. And I can't. Oh, remember, really? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but yeah, there was a whole a whole run where he was dealing with that, and and so they're kind of, it was kind of a, a nod to that and a little bit of that with him dealing with with that and his, and his PTSD and his anxiety and stuff like that. And I, I really liked what they did with it um, to try and bring that to the front. You know, and and it's <laughs> one of the things the MCU is kind of doing with with different things. You know, they talk. Uh, in the, in the Captain America one, they deal a little bit with it also with, you know, post-war, you know, with him and yeah. Falcon and stuff like that. And and I like how they're doing that. It's, it's it's a really good yeah, thing. They're bringing in a little bit of real world into, you know, and, and mental right. issues and, and that you can be a hero and still have flaws. Right. right? I mean, if you – yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to say, you know, that, that's what we saw with Tony is he was dealing with a lot of his flaws in this one and, and you know – how he dealt with them you know was was what he does you know he, he's a mechanic sure. you know and yeah. I mean, he had to get back to that and stuff like that well so. that's what he said and
2: that's a great point because if you think about like the characters like everybody has their like kind of overbearing issues just like bruce banner obviously anger <laughs> management issues right and then you have like and then you have um black widow right she's got abandonment kind of issues and and oh, yeah. you know it's like you go through it and everybody has like these kind of Broad right. things that they don't really touch on, but you, you know, if you really get deep into it, and as you watch these movies more and more and more, you start to see like more of those issues. And they, and it's they really... brush
1: them, they brush them in a slight way to kind of br- a nod to them to say, Hey, look, we understand these, and we're not going to throw it in your face, uh, yeah. you know, but we're but we'll work... kind of touch on it. And usually, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll if
0: they have superpowers or whatnot, that is kind of a representation of, of what they've gone through and how they've kind of, uh, true that yeah. sometimes you see that yeah
2: yeah so uh, something that's interesting and, and and i will say this and we said it before but if you're listening to this you've probably seen endgame and you've probably seen all those other movies right so <laughs> i'm not i'm not trying to like i'm not trying to ruin it for anybody so if <laughs> you haven't seen endgame spoilers pause it pause it for about two minutes right <laughs> so um so you know the kid is in Endgame, right? The kid that's yeah. in Iron Man 3 is the kid who, like, everybody's like, who is that kid the that stayed there? Year. I don't recognize that person and all that. So he said actually he had pulled a
0: three, it. You said he had a three-movie deal with Marvel. So that was probably their way. So now he's been in two. You know, checking <laughs> off the second movie so they, they don't have that's to. That's right. <laughs> well, there, got there,
1: there was a uh, – I heard a rumor at one point um, with that that he was there was a potential that he may become a new Iron Man character. You're well, like, who you
2: can know. at this point, right? I mean, anybody could become pirate. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Well, point. I mean, but if you, if you follow the comics, there's actually, um, God, they call her Ironheart and I can't think of the, the character's name, but it's, it's like a, a really smart young, uh, black woman who, uh, I like guess kind of just out of high school age, I think kind of that Peter Parker age. And, uh, so like, she, so like Peter Parker's girlfriend
2: potentially. Uh, I forget her name in the movies. Uh, well, that yeah,
1: you know. it, well that's Mary Jane, but it's it's a different character, but a similar yeah. age and, and and everything. So that if they go that route, there's that. Uh, at one point, uh, Pepper Potts put on a suit. Um uh, sure. Well, I mean, she well, ha- she actually had it on in Endgame. Yeah. Uh, they call it rescue. So I mean, there's a lot of. Did difference. you see
0: in this one when she put on the suit and she grabs hold of? Is it the Mandarin? And she throws him down and she does. She does like an Iron Man. Slam? Oh, she
1: does a Superman. A superhero, superhero landing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a
0: superhero landing, just like with that slam. I thought. Yeah. I I thought, I thought they almost. Yeah. I think they might have done it on yeah. purpose, almost as a, I'm as sure. a they, comedic it, moment. It's become very cliche these days. That <laughs> that pose well, has become I, very cliche. Iron Man does it all the time. I mean, he did it in the very well, he, beginning when she, he was a put on where the she suit. She grabbed hold of someone and slammed him down, but she made sure yeah. she did the. Oh yeah, I got gotcha. you. Punch to it death. It's interesting.
2: <laughs> it's interesting you mentioned that. Um Last summer, I went. I went home. uh back in june of 19 i went i went back to philadelphia um and i took my nieces the franklin institute in philadelphia had a marvel exhibit so they had like just a bunch of they had a bunch of the suits and and all that kind of stuff and one of the things is they had like you know not wax figures but like full size like of all a lot of the superheroes and one of the ones i did i forget which i forget who it was it might have been iron man but um you know everyone was taking pictures next to it and i did the i did the superhero pose Mm -hmm. Next nice. to Iron Man, as Iron Man is like standing there with like, <laughs> his hands on his hips or whatever, I'm like, oh. you got to do the superhero pose next to the superhero, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So one of the 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 ones that made me crack up, and just a little little thing that you go and see, is when um he's in the the restaurant with Rhodey and they're talking and stuff like that, and he kind of has his little freak out, and he goes out, and his the Iron Man suits just sit there parked like a motorcycle. Uh, in front of the restaurant, like right, <laughs> right off the sidewalk. I was like, that's fucking crazy, that's so funny. <laughs> it's like his vehicle, he's just, he just walks up and gets in it. It's like, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Puts it in the parking spot. I mean, yeah. t-
2: well, talking about that,
1: I've... go ahead, Steve. Well, I,
0: I was just gonna bring up that the fact that he has kind of the, the, the drone suit that was a, a nice reveal in this mm. kind of like the Mandarin when the Mandarin was revealed to be Trevor uh, which was really funny they, <laughs> they also had a nice reveal with that whole scene when where he,
1: they, when they he got fall- hit by the truck
0: well yeah yeah. They're, yeah they're all falling out and then he gets hit by the truck and then you, and then it flashes to him in the in the remote uh, trailer or whatever where he's just controlling it yeah I that was that was that was one of two moments that I thought I was just very very much in the moment of, of, of it's nice to be surprised sometimes especially when're sure. you on a third movie. You know? Yeah. yeah,
2: Exactly. Um, one of the things, uh I always it's Rody, right? It's John mm-hmm. Shield's character is Rody. So one of the things in that is first of all, it's like when um when when uh Stark is trying to get his passwords for his suit. <laughs> Those, that is one of the funniest scenes in all of the movies of the entire War thing Machine thing.
1: Rocks with an War X.
2: Machine <laughs> Rocks, two Xs, all caps. <laughs> but then, so something that's really interesting is, um, I'm watching him on Disney Plus now, I'm not watching him, mm-hmm. not, I haven't downloaded it from Apple. So when he's like, what's the password? On In the movies, when you watch him in the theater, if you watch him anywhere else but on Disney Plus, the password is War Machine 69, but when you watch it on Disney Plus, it's War Machine 68. You're kidding. I'm not. I'm totally serious. If you watch it on like Apple, if you download it from iTunes Store, or you watch it. I don't know. What? Well, HBO, I'm gonna have to. I actually have. have. I have the
1: Blu-ray, so I can I can check that.
2: That's yeah. Check that uh, out. But that's it's it's War Machine 69. But when I watched it on, I'm watching it on Disney Plus, and they change it to War Machine 68.
0: That's BS. They can't go.
2: I know, right?
3: <laughs> that's.
1: <laughs> that's disney all right well let's let's talk a little bit about some of the other characters i mean we got we got don cheadle is is colonel james rhodes roadie um war machine so some of the stuff they did with that they had him come out in the the painted up iron patriot uh, which i thought yeah. you know which is another nod to a character uh in the comics uh it's not a uh, war machine but uh, a whole another uh character um so I thought that was kind of cool. It was a little bit of nod. I'm glad. I'm glad they kind of went away from it. Um, you know, it's it's not gonna. Be, he's gonna go back to War Machine. You know, we, we see later on. And then, um, you know, and then we also got Pepper Potts. Who uh, one of the cool things is is um, Robert Downey Jr. pushed for her to have more action scenes, so she's less of a damsel in this, and more of uh, you know an equal um and i thought that was really cool and and they did that i mean she has the whole ending where she she actually is the one who kind of saves the day if yeah. you really think about it but even in the in the early part of it in the house you know she 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 gets the other girl out you know it's not not tony it's not the suit it's her in the suit you know she and she does some stuff so i i really like that they did That's that
0: right. at the end she didn't have the suit she was just on she had the whole flames going she had, through her body yeah she had yeah. the okay. uh,
1: God, I can't think of the name of the the extremists. Extremist, extremist okay. drug. Okay, that's, that, that's, yeah, and that's and, when
0: she did the the Iron Man. Uh, yeah, uh, Super <laughs> the, Arla- the Superman Super slam. Arla-ing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which was that was an interesting. So that was one of the, the extremists was was the big part of this, right? Um, you had uh, what's his name? Um, Killian. Guy Pe- Pierce. Yeah, yeah, Guy Pierce playing uh, Aldrich Killian, where they show him in the flashback, flashback, and he's. You know he's he's uh, very weak looking. You know, scraggly hair, really bad, f- you know, complexion, and and just you know, frail essentially, right? But then then you know you see him later, and he's he's Mr. Surfer Bod and stuff like that. <laughs> Someone, uh, God, I can't remember what they called they called him like the the poor man's um, uh, what's his name, Jennifer? What's uh, not Jennifer Aniston? Um, yeah, Jennifer Aniston's uh, old husband. Uh, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. Yeah, they were calling him oh. a, a, a poor man's Brad Pitt. <laughs> I thought that was funny, because looking at him, that's what I thought too. I was like, why Why is he trying to be Brad Pitt? <laughs> you know, he just had that look. I thought, I didn't care for him as a character. And, it's, and i
0: I had a really hard time with him too. I don't, I, I'm looking back on, you know, he's been in LA Confidential, Memento, he's done some interesting stuff. But he doesn't really come across as a, a really striking character that, that really, you know. When I don't necessarily a, think it was
2: him. I think it, it was writing. I don't know. Yeah, de- I would, I would dealing, agree with that.
0: When you're dealing with a villain, you have to have something that draws the audience towards them. And he had, you know, he had a kind of a cool look, but there was just something about he had, it. Yeah, he, he, he looked like a douche.
1: He looked he right. looked right. like an. But well, if you think is about is it, bad he, bad to, but he <laughs> was a. Yes.
2: Well, maybe that was the point. My bad, directing. Well, maybe that was on purpose, though, too. I mean, if you think about it, it's like think about his his origin, right? And his origin was he was a total nerdy, right? Yes, he was. Love Tony Stark, total nerd, socially awkward. You know, yeah. Obviously, you know. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know the whole story about it. I don't want to make any assumptions and offend anybody. But <laughs> but, but I guess what I'm saying is like the guy was a total nerd. He was I, like a book guy and all I that buy kind of stuff. I buy his
0: character. I get his character. Yeah. Just, just, yeah, I'm kind of with Noah in that, in that it didn't, it was, he was kind of a turnoff. And usually you want a villain to somehow get you a little bit more turned on, you know? In a okay. well,
2: right, exactly. So look at, look at Iron Man 2, right? Look at the right. comparison to Iron Man 2. So, so you had a. Uh, uh, Whiplash. Well, you had Whiplash and he was like the draw you in character, the guy that turns you on, the guy that you hate, the guy that, yes. you know, at least for me or whatever. But then he, but, but the thing is they had that, that playoff with the guy,
1: um, uh, the same—the guy
2: from galaxy quest,
0: Sam Rockwell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sam yeah.
2: Rockwell. Right. Yeah. So, so you, you play him off as of Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Who's, you know, that same kind of sort of socially awkward, Swarming. like trying to play it up too much, like, and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, like they had that same character. Well,
0: oh, Okay, but, but they didn't Rockwell.
1: have the counterpart. Yeah, well, Sam Rockwell. Well, they, had, they had Ben Kingsley.
0: They had Trevor, which was kind of a he. He played he played oh, the okay. humorous side of that of Mandarin in, in a sense. Well, okay, um, but but the and Killian the character.
1: Worked. Yeah, I I think the Killian character... I just I didn't buy. I mean, I understand that the 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 extremist drug was supposedly what changed his body, but if you really look at all the other people they didn't they didn't become all these super rocked up you know they were prior soldiers they you know so it it healed them so i mean it kind of was off a little bit but then the other one in and this is one where they do something they never talk about again never explain it and never really pay off is when um he's trying to get uh Cheetle out of the suit or Rodie out of the suit and he breathes fire <laughs> and then you know, and, and he say, "Oh, you could do that." And Roddy goes, that just breathe fire yeah. like that." He's that was like, like, "Oh, oh. you could breathe fire now?" Yeah, like, okay, I'm good, I'm good. We we were about to fight, but now you can breathe fire. I'm I'm gonna hold back. Um, so I, that to me was just, it, it didn't. Well, it, the other thing is, is like they said it was breathing fire, but if you, I mean,
2: who knows? Like it it penetrated the suit, right? So penetrating the suit, it's like no, it could have been he, just about.
1: He breathes fire. <laughs> Cheetah was already out of the suit. He punched the other dude and was fighting. He went up on the stairs and the guy breathed fire at him. It hit the back of the wall behind him. They show yeah. him breathing fire. It's not like oh he radiated heat. That motherfucker well, it could
2: have been. I mean it could have explained. been anything. Like, it could have been plasma. It could have been like it could have been any other superheated like chemical yeah. or whatever. But they never came kind of back stuff. to right. it. Right. You exactly. Know? Like he never went back to using that. And, and yeah. It's, it's like yeah. It's yeah, it was it's kind all of. Like, like, it was, it it's the weakest game. of the three Ironmans. Yeah. I don't think it's the weakest of the uh, Marvel Universe for sure, but I think it's the
1: weakest of the three Ironmans, in my opinion. I, it I is it. definitely the weakest of the Ironmans. I'm trying to think yeah. what... Uh,
2: you don't think so? You think two is worse? I think two is worse,
0: yeah. To me, oh. this one had mm-hmm. had had more moments and I, left, left me more satisfied than... the, than the
1: I, I like I like it's, the buddy cops part of uh, I, two a little bit better. I like the... the, the, the Art or a uh, war machine yeah. even though he played it up in this one I kind of liked two better well I'm I'm you kind know. of
0: I'm opposite of you know the beginning to me I thought was tired and boring and I I thought yeah, it played out more like a soap opera it, did, it was like who hey, here's a scene from this and I was yeah. like when is when is the story going to get going um, yeah. it took to me it took a little while for me to get engaged um I liked it more in the theater than when I rewatched it when I rewatched it I was a little less oh. uh, less interested um I think, I think it's because you get a little tired of, you know, you get Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man, Tony Stark, uh, out. worn out, <laughs> you know, a little bit.
2: I, but, well, I when, but I think he showed some weakness in this movie. I mean, he did yes, show yes, some and, weakness, and I, 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 that's I tried about. to
0: bring up that earlier with the vulnerability and uh, him yeah. trying to, uh, with the panic attacks. I agree. And I, I think that was, uh, for, if you're gonna make a third movie, you got to explore something that that brings a character. I like I, mean,
1: still, I, I like know. the the interpersonal reactions of this one more. Like I love the the stuff with Tony when he crash lands and he's got the kid there. And, yeah, you know, I, I thought the fight
0: kid with, brought a good. Uh, yeah, he wasn't just a when
1: he when he leaves the kid too. I mean, that's pretty yeah. awesome. The kid's <laughs> trying to get <laughs> him to stay. He's like, we're connected. You know, <laughs> <'cause> we're connected. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, um, I loved when he was fighting without the suit, right? You know, it kind of showed. So, and it's kind of funny. I was uh, I was pulling up some trivia stuff, and one of the things they talk about there's there's a point where he hits a, a a Wing Chun dummy kind of thing, and they he also does that in when he's playing uh, Sherlock Holmes. And so they were bringing it up. Apparently, he has a as of now uh, before the movie, he was getting ready to test a black belt, nice And Wing Chun. So uh, huh. it's it's one of those things. He actually credits that a lot for his uh, recovery from his, you know, wildness and everything. You know, yeah. <laughs> so uh,
0: sure, you got to have something yeah. you can focus on if you're gonna.
1: So I thought that was really oh, cool, and it was it was one of those things. Is like I was I would have never never thought that, but then you know, reading and and then seeing him do some of it, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like especially if you look at um, when he did uh, Doctor or not, uh, but uh, Sherlock Holmes. When he has the fight scenes in there, he does a lot more of it, hmm. mostly because Iron Man, you know, he just punches hard and shoots and blasts. He doesn't need to do right. the, the martial arts as much. But I just thought that was kind of cool. Um, but I, I was talking about is I, I really liked his, his interactions with the kid and, and a lot with I did too, yeah. I thought that was great, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought that was much better than some of the other, like, maybe two. You know, as you're talking about this, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry, Noah. Go ahead. That's fine. No, no, was, no, no, uh... go,
3: go.
2: I was saying, uh, (laughs) I was thinking that, uh, you know, if you think about, if you think about his interaction with the kid, it's kind of like a little bit of a precursor and a little bit of a, uh, kind of foreshadowing for how he interacts with Spider-Man like later on. It's like, he really kind of has that sort of like connection with the younger, like he doesn't really connect. I don't think so much with the adults through the whole thing, you know? And I think he really connects better with, with this kid, and I think he connects better with Spider-Man than he does with a lot of the adults. All. True,
0: true. Yeah, I love well, seeing him interact with kind of the, the, the sort of younger younger characters as a father figure because you get well, a little tired. You know, in the early movies, it was all ego. It was all about, and he was he was great, but, but you get tired of it. And so as a supporting role, yeah. he's great through the Avengers movies, through the, the well, I think they're
1: showing- movies. Yeah, they're showing. You know, he he has daddy issues, right? You know, sure. That's, yeah, that's one of his go. his big things, sure. and I think I think this is his his uh you know come out of like okay, I you know especially you know the guy the kid's dad disappeared and you know and he kind of says something. About, I think he 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 knows what it's like to be on that other end and have that you know not have a father there for him kind of thing. So he's he's there to. To yeah, kind of fill that in, and I, I love I love how he does that, and and he does it just generally too. And, and they and really awesome.
0: explore that in uh, Civil War.
1: Uh, oh, with Spider Man.
0: No, well, I, I was thinking just the fact that's kind of what drives him to you know he has the the woman that comes to him, and and uh, we haven't gotten to this movie.
1: Oh, much. I'm yeah, we're ahead of myself, but yeah, let's but, <laughs> let's let's save that one for another. One. I know what <laughs> okay. you're talking about, but yeah, I, I disagree with what you're going to say, but we'll talk. We'll save it for Civil War because yeah. I know what you're talking about.
2: Um, okay. You know, it's interesting. You talk about that. There's a lot of people that are that have daddy issues in this whole entire like series. Like, if you think about it, it's like <laughs> not daddy issues, but like Just abandonment, issues. father issues. It's like look at like Tony Stark had a terrible father, and then you look at uh, you know, uh, uh, Spider Man had no father, and then who else was Captain you know? America's parents Captain America? Him. Right? Exactly. I mean, you know, you go all the way back through all that. It's like. That's a, that's a kind of a common theme through this whole thing. Black Widow, you know, that whole, I mean- Raised it, an orphan. It's like I, I, would, I would probably say the reason it's like that is because how could any of these people ended up being who they were if they had <laughs> really responsible good parents, right?
0: <laughs> were all these, was this more explored in the comics? Cause I don't remember. Captain America, uh, Steve Rogers. They,
1: well, they parents. they show it during Captain America uh, Winter Soldier. They do the flashback of Bucky talking to him, and he's like, yeah. uh, uh, your parents are dead. You know, you don't have to do this on your when own. When they're walking up to his house, right? Yeah. When he's they're like, walking I, up to his yep. apartment. Okay. He's like, I know you can do it on your own, but you don't have to. And so that's that's kind of talking about yeah. I don't know how much it is from the, the comics. I don't know if they go back into his parent, you know, how his parents were and stuff like that um, too much all right let's see um what else can we talk about in this one
2: i i I think we could talk
1: about a ton in this one
2: quite (laughs) frankly and i think we're going to be pushing three hours if we talk about
3: much more on this
2: one which is
1: fine with me i mean i don't know no well i want i want to get through because i think like i said of the three i think this is actually my least favorite um let's let's of the
2: three today or of Of the the three three today of the
1: iron man no no of the three today uh, this is my least favorite of those three. I think uh, I'm yeah. going to, I think I'm going to get a lot of grief later then. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> no, and, that, and, and that's, that's great. We we can have different opinions and, and still be friends and that's what it's all about. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I mean this one, they really let Pepper Potts kind of, uh, come to the front She, you know, she played a part. Um, they, they really dealt with his PTSD and his, his, uh, suit issue, um, Roadie got a little bit more more of a a buddy, you know, he kinda he gotta be more. So I mean they did some really good stuff, but in in all I think this one fell flat for me. I mean, it it just I don't know. It's not horrible, but it's it's not great. Right.
2: None of them are horrible, I would say. It's kinda middle of the road. It's like it it falls in the middle somewhere. It doesn't like it doesn't it doesn't drop to the bottom, but it doesn't but I would say this, it's interesting. You 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 know, it's it's great that we're doing these because as we're talking about these things, it's like it kind of brings other things to the front of my mind, and I think about uh, you know Rhodey and Agent Coulson and how they're both kind of super fans, right? They're both super fans of you know Agent Coulson is like Captain America fan through and through, on right, super right, fan. right. And you got Rhodey who's like an Iron Man fan. He's like, I want the suit.
1: I want to be the suit. I want to be like I want to be like Stark. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rhodey actually, I think they were friends before the suit even happened. Um, and they play that up a little bit in one, but we don't yeah. catch we don't catch it as enough because Terrence uh, how, Howard. Terrence Howard uh, was a horrible actor in this one and just didn't. He, he looked more like a uh, like a an annoyed person that had to work yeah. with him rather than like they've been buddies for a long time. Well,
2: he kind of dicked him over a little bit, um, you know. It,
1: it, you know, Tony but that's, but that's but that's Tony. That's how he is, and the way. Oh the, yeah, con- if you're going to be friends with Tony, that's what you're going to get. And the way Don Cheadle plays it up is like, oh, I know you're gonna like, like the scene in the restaurant where they're talking, and he, he calls him a dick, and he goes, uh, and, then, and then the kid comes up and he's like, oh, can I take this, Richard? You know, <laughs> you know. it, it was right. they just that's how they are. They they you know they give each other crap, and and so it plays much better in, in two and three because of the I think the actor change more than anything else. Yeah, so, and Don
2: yeah. Cheadle, I think. I mean, Terrence Howard, uh, I think was. I mean, they're both good actors. Terrence Howard, I think, was nominated for an Academy Award. But, um, you know, also... uh, I just don't think this was a part for him. No, I don't think so either. I mean, he's a great actor, but Don Cheadle's a much better actor and a much more versatile actor, too. So I think he he
1: was the better fit for this role. He brought a lighter
0: lighter element to it, which was easier to
1: to connect with. To digest, yeah. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. All right. So, I mean, we talked about it. We didn't get deep into the story or anything. that We talked about the stuff that we were passionate about, I guess. Um, we just talked there? about how we seize it, right? Right. <laughs> is there anything else in this in this Iron Man 3 before we jump into uh, Thor um, that you guys want to bring up? Anything uh, that like, stood out, ahead. irritated you? Well, I, I would say this, and I have some notes
2: on watching the movies. The one thing, I mean, that closing scene with all the suits, like that is just like it's – that just brings chills to you. When they're all
1: coming yeah. in, you're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So there's two parts to that. I thought it was really cool because they showed all of them. And the other part of it, I was like, okay, they're just trying to make some toy maker fucking happy. Cause <laughs> you but know, they blew a, them all up. Well, no, but that doesn't mean they still don't have them all out in the, in the target shopping, you know, where you could get, right. you know, Mark 42 and the Mark 38 oh. and Igor and, exactly. and oh,
0: that was pretty funny when the Mark 42 showed up. <laughs> And then just I do like,
1: <laughs> I do like though that, um, and this is this is, comes from the comics. Is um, all of the ones that he jumped into, he, they named them, you know, and they all they all had instead of just their mark numbers, they all had um, right nicknames, nicknames like Igor, which was the big big heavy duty one, which yeah. a lot wow. of people confused for Hulkbuster, but which wasn't right. Um, then there was like uh, the one that split apart, like in like went into like oh, right, a bunch right. of different pieces. Um, that one was like Ninja or something like that. There's a couple different ones right. in there. And, and I thought that was really cool. Um, I did love that. I did love that. And, but to me, part of that was like, I'm like somewhere a toy maker got to them. Hasbro got to them and said, Hey, we want more suits in the show. Right. Right. So. Well, I'm sure, you know, I'll, I'll bet you there
2: is some comic shop that has all of the suits and all of the, you know, what's it, what's the guy that makes the, the figurines? McFarlane. I'm sure there's all the McFarlane ones
1: the <laughs> store, you yeah. know, everything and all that. So yeah, oh, absolutely. I did like that. I was sad when they blew up. Um I hated the ending where uh he just cures pepper without really going deep into it. It's like that that seemed really weird. And um and then, you know, he got he got his his shrapnel removed. It's like, well, why didn't you do that before? You right. we already Well, that's it. what we talked you about. You didn't right? need the Racker, yeah. So um, I know, think he's a little you guys were addicted talking about to the arc, it.
0: Art reactor earlier in science, and we talked about that in the last podcast. <laughs> I, I actually looked up some videos and had some scientists okay. that were that were looking at the technology of the arc reactor, and it was interesting. And they called it bullshit too. Well, there was the, ah. there, there was a scene you were calling bullshit, and I yeah couldn't, I couldn't find that one addressed specifically. So
1: when he um, when she pulled the magnet out, right?
0: I couldn't yeah. find that one. But but you can go on YouTube and say hey. Uh, arc reactor from the point of view of a real scientist and they watch the scenes and kind of make commentary. So look it up if you're interested in that sort of thing. I thought it was kind of fun nice.
1: <laughs> and they gave it yeah, some props, right you
0: know, it wasn't just, it wasn't just cool. All
1: right. Well, I think, uh, I think we've hit this and, and one of the things we're going to do um, as we go through these is if we see something in a, in a movie that brings up something from a previous one that we covered, we, we may go back to it. Like we may bring back to this, jump back to some Avengers, some uh Iron Man one, two, Thor the first one, uh uh first Avenger, any of those as we go along because they play off each other and they do these callbacks. Oh, yeah. and, and every time you see it, it brings up something different and and it may change your mind on something. You're like, fuck, I missed that. Or like me, you may sit and watch these several times and you pick up something new that you right. hadn't picked up before.
2: Yeah. All right. And I, I would say that too. That's that's I noticed I'm 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 on the uh, season two of Shield, Agents of Shield. Yeah, and they're starting to talk about the Krill. Krill, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're starting to talk about the Krill in that, and it's like, like Uh, Captain Marvel. Right. I wouldn't have picked up on any of that, but they're starting to talk about it. It's like, you know, (laughs) it's going to it's going to influence how I think about Captain Marvel.
1: Right. As time goes on. So. Yep. Great point. All right, Uh, let's let's get to uh, Thor: The Dark World. So this was the next release, next movie release. Um, this was uh, if chronologically and we... in the theaters, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think um, we don't hit any chronological changes until like Captain Marvel and Black Panther. Well, I think I think one of the ones I was looking at that today,
2: one of the biggest ones is Guardians of the Galaxy One and Two.
1: Two. Guardians happen- of
2: the Galaxy Two gets started
1: much earlier, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. So this is this is the second uh, Thor movie. Um, this is uh, it, it, it's a little bit. Thor, the Thor movies have been way different than uh, the Captain America and the Iron Man, in the fact that they really deal with the whole they they deal with the magic and the the, the you know they really bite off of some of the Norse, you know, mythologies and stuff like that, which is different where Iron Man is a lot of science and, and engineering. Captain America is more military, you know, the fight kind of thing. So I like the fact that they have their, their niches in this too. Um, I know a lot of people don't like the two Thor movies, the first and the second, and they they really don't like the second one. You know, they they really bash on the 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 villain in this one too. Where you know, like we talked about Killian being a bad villain, they talk about um, oh god, uh, Ma- Malick, Malik? I think Malik? it's Malik. Malekith, Malekith. Right. Um, they really they really talk about how they didn't understand his drive and why and all this and stuff like that, that, that the movie did a bad job explaining. And, um, I don't know if it's because I'm a little bit more of a, a Norse, you know, mythology geek. And, and I've, I've read a lot of that, more of that. And I've, I've listened to books that were basically stories of Thor and Loki and, and you know, from mythology. So I understand a little bit more of it. Um, uh, the other one is, <laughs> uh, they, they, Almost every other podcast I've listened to cannot say uh, Svartalheim. They they it's like they they just all over you know and I don't know if it's because I've listened and, and things like that. W- one of them they kept calling it Fardalheim and I was like, <laughs> what? are you fucking kidding me? And so I I just thought it was kind of funny that you know they they talk. You know, there was one they talked about all the different nine realms and and went through them all and and she butchered heck, half of them. But I, I, yeah. you know if you're not if you're not deep into it i can see screwing it up because it's you you look at it and there's like there's eight or nine you know letters in there that I probably don't need to be you know that's just the how the language is written
2: well and like all kinds of special characters yeah, and all that. exactly you know, O's with lines through them or whatever right all that kind of stuff so um no i'll tell you what uh it's i've always been a norse norse mythology is I don't know, i've don't. i always had a sort of an attach not an attachment mm-hmm. to it but when i was at when I played D&D back in middle school, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, when last and week, it, La- right. last week, <laughs> and maybe, But I haven't played in a while. I haven't played in my adulthood. I've played in my forties, but, okay. you know, when, like, I remember when the deities and demigods book came out for, you know, back in, back in second, second edition of D&D. And, and I was like the North show your age. I know, right, exactly. <laughs> the Norse gods were like just they kind of spoke to me and everything, right. you know, about them kinda of spoke to me and I've always so when the Thor stuff came out, it was like it really kinda of drew me in. And I'll tell you what, speaking about I, I, I'm surprised and you've obviously done a little more research than I have, but the fact that people think that this movie's
1: you said people think this movie's worse than the first movie, or Um, they just don't, I think they don't like either of the Thor. A lot of them do not like the Thor movies until Ragnarok. They like yeah. Thor character in Avengers and things like that, but they just they don't think the movies are as as good or as entertaining. I actually like this one better than the first one because I just think I do too. It, I think it draws
2: the story together better. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite MCU movies, no. but it's definitely one of you know one of the best. It's definitely the the. And I haven't seen Ragnarok in a while. I don't want to. I, I know it's <laughs> one of your favorites. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to have you shut off the feed or anything right now. Yeah, no. But but it's definitely
1: better than the first one. I don't know how it
2: compares to Ragnarok, but
1: um, I think they're stepping stones. Like the first one was an introduction of the character, and and it suffered from story, and uh, suffered direct yeah. really bad from story. This story was a little bit better. I think the acting and directing was a little bit better. Um, it has a some very, very, um, emotional moments, you know, the Frigga gets oh, killed yeah. and the, you know, they had the Viking funeral and like just the, yeah. so, so one of the things that it was interesting, I, I, I watched this today at work, um, and had it playing and the credits were rolling and the music was just playing and I'm not really watching. I was just listening to it. And I was like, God damn, that's, that's a moving music. No, there, no, it's just the instrumental kind of thing. And I was like, huh. So I went and found it on iTunes, just found some like the I think it was the Thor Dark World like instrumental. I can't even remember what it was, but it was just all the like background music from the whole like all the different songs. And just playing, I was like, damn, this is some cool shit. I could I could really yeah. just sit and listen to this. I, I really enjoyed it. Um this one was another one that, you know, Loki stole stole the show. You know, he he he's he had one of the best scenes now, and I believe one of the best scenes in most of the MCU. I put it in my top ten when uh, they're uh, on their way to escape, and he uh, and he like changes into the guard, and then changes. Uh, oh, that the, scene where they're walking down the hall Yeah,
2: and, sure. and then yeah. He,
1: <laughs> and then he goes into Captain America, yeah. and you know, and, and so, so uh, good. everybody talks about it too. And one of the things uh, I learned from that is uh, the way they did that was um, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Loki, They filmed him in the Captain America suit doing it, right? <laughs> doing the whole scene. And then Chris Evans comes in and plays Loki playing Captain America. Because <laughs> he's like, so he watched he, watched he watched doing him, it? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's great. And that's why the mannerisms are very Loki. But the look and the voice is, is Chris Helms. So, I mean, it, awesome. I was like – like who they, they nailed it. And it was, I love it. He's like, Oh, the suit it's, it's like a little over the top, but tight. <laughs> like <I'm> tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you mentioned
0: Loki yeah. uh, and I agree. I think Loki brought the best part, the best thing to this movie, especially his relationship with Thor, their yeah. struggle. Um, what I had a hard time with was the balance between the, 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 the magic world of, of Thor and, and it, how serious they took it and then... It's Asgard. Anytime,
1: of course you take it okay, serious.
0: you take it seriously. Sure. <laughs> but then every time they go to uh, uh, Earth, it's all kind of this... Midgard? This, this antics, this, these kind of cheeky antics, They, they all these little jokes and stuff so, like that, and I thought the well, balance... But... I thought they couldn't... The director did not have a handle on the balance, and I just... Well, it's kind like of like... Was this the
1: Russos? Did the no, Russos do this one? No, this no, no, a, no.
0: This was Alan Taylor. He did a lot of the Game of Thrones. I don't think he has much... Much of a, no. of he, a this was a
1: one and done. This is yeah. a one and done for him until we get to the Russos with Captain America. Then we get a uh writer team and directors that then yeah. stick together through most of the rest of the movies, uh, okay. like the big ones. Um, no, it well, think about it this way you know, Asgard is kind of like your your uh, you know, the royal palace and you know how you how you walk around there, and then you sure. know, Midgard Earth is like going to Disneyland.
0: I, I, right? I know you fuck I just, around it, it to me. <laughs> To me, I, just, enjoyed, just, I enjoyed some uh, of the jokes uh, on Earth. I enjoyed some of the seriousness, right. but but they they didn't play play off together well, and um, that yeah that made yeah. it hard. No, to, I'm with you. A little bit of whiplash there, going back and forth. Yeah. So,
2: couple two two things. One, I, I did I I didn't mention this in the beginning. I I've gone drink too. So I switched up I switched up to another drink and I'm you might have seen I'm out. I don't know you might have seen Kelly. You might have seen Kelly walking behind me. She's yeah. she's my uh, pot tender, I'll call her. She's nice. uh, tender she's, nice. she's, oh. she's she's doing my drinks. Um, so uh, I, have I, like
3: another,
2: I, I have another one coming for number three, but for this one I have the dark and stormy. I just went basic, but I went dark and stormy, through dark world. I'm probably gonna regret it tomorrow because I don't do well with sugared soda. The Ginger <laughs> beer is gonna wreck me, but that's fine. It's it's worth it right now. But uh um, nice but That's uh, awesome. something I found out as I was watching this. So, so just to change it a little bit, two things, one, I'm going to, I'm going to prove that I'm not the smartest guy on this podcast right now, but what, what did um, Loki do that he was coming in? Hand, like, I don't remember, like, I didn't want to go back and watch it. I figured I could come on here and ask you guys, but you Avengers. know, he came in at cuffs. So what did, but like, what did he
1: do that he was being arrested by? He, stole the, tesseract. he stole the Tesseract and, and brought in the invasion of earth okay so that's and then the father Odin. well remember at the end the end of avengers they have a, they have the tesseract well, i don't have, that's why i'm asking you that's oh, okay. why i'm bringing this up yeah <laughs> so, so thor has them basically in cuffs on on earth and then oh, they use the tesseract to to travel back to that's uh, right and they're holding and they're both
2: holding it and they both go that's right okay i totally forgot that so anyway yep. too much too much
1: too much stuff uh, well when you when you watch them as much as I do, it kind of just becomes like, you know, norm. It, it's like sure. it's like oh it's almost like part of my life. Yeah.
0: Uh, when, I remember when I remember that our, better than what it be. when, when do we do the next podcast, Agents of Shield? Or are you gonna have a drink for every episode?
1: Hell no, we're not doing it. <laughs> no. I don't think we're going episode by episode. <laughs> oh my god. That's twenty three. I will have to work the next day unless we do it on a
0: Friday. <laughs> Just, I mean, if we do it, it on a Friday. Got... I'm
2: all in, right? 19, or 23 drinks. You,
0: I'm assuming you have another drink coming for uh, for. Uh, I do. Oh yeah, Winter oh,
1: Soldier. Yeah. I want to nice. come with nice. Winter Soldier. <laughs> that's awesome. I wish I would have. I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. Um. That's no. That's good. Um. So talking about big actors, this one. This one has a a huge. Jesus. Right. You got Andrew Soldier. You got the heartthrobs. This is the heartthrob. This is the heartthrob.
2: <laughs> yeah. The Thorns of the heartthrob movies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, he takes his shirt off, you know, to wash up after battle. That's that's the little visual for the women. Yeah. Um, right, you got uh but you got or Anthony the man. Hopkins. True, true. <laughs> I, but I'm not going to say I didn't watch This is all the I, same I,
0: uh, cast from the first one though.
2: There's some jealousy. Yes. There I'll tell you what. All these I mean, I god, I wish I wish I had I wish I had the budget these guys had for physical fitness, uh oh yeah, uh nutrition, uh, all that kind of stuff, all right? right? Oh, yeah, I, I
1: wouldn't trainer. be fat if, <laughs> if I had all that.
0: If you had a personal trainer that, uh, yeah, would be yeah. in shape. Yeah. And I
1: didn't have to go to work. I, my job was to go work out to look good. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. God, I wish. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, we, Anthony Hopkins is Odin, which uh, a lot of people uh, think Odin's kind of a dick in this one. And I, kinda, I, kinda, I, kinda, I kind of agree, but he's also, you know, he's, he's trying to keep everybody safe. You, you can't be – sometimes you, sometime you got to be the dad. you got to be the all-father. You know, you can't always be happy-go-lucky, take everybody to Midgard to ride the rides. Sometimes right. you gotta put your foot down. Yeah, right, so for sure. I, I, I kind of think people give him shit. I think he did a great job. Um, you got uh, well, Rene was, Russo. You know, I remember it was the last, scene, last scene where
0: I was kind of pissed off at what he was saying, and then I realized, oh, he's Loki. It was Loki? Yes. Yeah,
1: so, <laughs> so right, I, exactly, well that's, yeah. And you can be mad about him. Loki. Oh, but that was perfect. Oh, God, I love that. Actually, that last scene was very powerful, I believe. You know, when he talks, he's like, I've got one son that, you know, uh, doesn't want the throne. And I got one that wants it too much. And then it turns out he's the one that's saying that, you know, he wants it too much. I was like, damn. Like, it was so good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this has,
2: yeah, you're right. This has one of the best casts, not the best cast, but one of the highest powered casts of... Of all, the, I mean, all the movies have everybody, but yeah, it's it's talking about that. Well, um, one
0: yeah, go ahead. They're, well, they're British. It's like the British uh, 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 Shakespearean actors that are coming. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> Which is, I think Kenneth Branagh. He directed the first one, and that he probably had a big hand in the casting too. So uh, yeah. Um, so, so my other problem with
1: uh, with this one is is with the villain. You know, he's the dark Elves. I uh, I didn't like the the look of him and and i don't know if it was compared to all i don't know it just <laughs> i know i i think it was i don't know the way he he was supposed to be wearing a mask and it just it didn't look too this is one of those ones you know and, and it's weird I, i'm usually the the anti diversity like oh just you know put a black person or a person of color in there just to you know change it up but this is the dark elves right you why didn't you have <laughs> You could have had a person of color in there, right? To kind of make it, you know, and I—that to me was one of the one of the fails that I think it could have been. Yeah. And I—I I think it it looked too, I don't know, too weird to me. Well, and he just he—I agree, yeah. I I mean, he didn't troops, look like the rest of the elves. The troops, I thought looked they looked—they
0: look they looked kind of silly they, when they were like,
1: you know, running. They look like fucking Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. The, the faces, faces, I I I noticed yeah. it. Today when I was I watching didn't pick
2: it. up on that, but that's a good yeah. yeah. yeah that's a
1: good. So I, I ended up watching a lot of that because my kids were of that age when that was on. So I saw a lot of Teletubbies. We had stuffed I, Teletubbies I, around the house. I stuff. can say I've never seen a Teletubby episode, <laughs> and I'm proud of it. <laughs> I, I, I'm I've seen a lot of them, and I'm okay with it because for my kids. <laughs> I there you go. Here, that's I, fair enough. But I it was one of those things. I was like, they look like damn Teletubbies. I it just. It was one of those things is that to me it could have been better. I didn't like uh I didn't like when the ship hit London. Uh it just seemed really awkward and and w- like just the tail of it comes you know scooting in and breaking up some ground. It just seemed really awkward. Yeah. Uh, those there was a little bit of this that I was like uh but there was a lot of it I really liked. I loved the fact that they were on Asgard a lot. I loved the big battle in the beginning uh where they're on the other uh one of the nine realms and they're fighting a the big stone giant. And he he just crushes him. So yeah. uh, in, interesting thing for those that have seen ahead and, and seen Ragnarok, uh, they know he he oh, hooks right. up with a, the rock guy Korg. Yep. This is apparently one of Korg's big brother type. <laughs> so they're, they're, those are the same race and uh, the big rock creature. I love the fact that he's like, uh, and he says it more than once in this. He's like, uh, I'm here to accept your uh, surrender. Yeah, I'm like yeah, I love that. Yep. So just just the it's cockiness yeah. Um, I love the, Go ahead. No,
2: no. Go ahead. Say what you're gonna say. I'm, I was
1: I'm, gonna say I'm, I'm, I, I like the fact that the the warriors three and Sif got more of play in this and seemed more, co, like a cohesion group than they did in the first one. Um, it just played a little bit better. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but in, in uh, Fendrul, he's the kind of more the swashbuckly looking dude. I was just gonna say that. Go ahead, though. I think uh, say what you're they, gonna say i was gonna say that, that it was an actor change right but you really can't tell like if you if you just kind of glance through these movies and watch them and didn't know you would never know that it was a different actor um but it that. is it's it's yeah it's uh he's um uh, what's Chuck? zachary levi
2: yeah he's the guy that plays well Chuck. you know who he is though no, not even that like i wasn't going
1: there shazam <laughs> um,
2: yeah it's the guy that plays shazam he went total dc Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like he jumps out of here. He's like, I'm done with Marvel. I'm going
1: to DC. Well, okay. I get my, I get my own potential franchise. Right. Spoiler alert. They all three die in, in Ragnarok. So, well, I mean, of course, but he's, he didn't know that at the time. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I don't, I'd have to check and see when Shazam came out uh, compared to Ragnarok. Like,
2: I wonder if he was like, cause he's definitely, like, he doesn't have anything like the look. He's nothing like the yeah. character. He's like a totally different thing. Yeah. And I was, I was, I remember I was looking through and I, I tend to on the second and third and fourth and through <laughs> these things, like I tend to like have IMDB kind of open. So I yeah, can yeah. Like, check, you know, and, and also I will say this with the new iPhones, the new iOS with the picture in picture, Oh, it's so uh, so the new. I don't know if you guys are. I, I, one of you is an Android person. That's that's. I don't steep. know. I don't know which one of you is. He's an Android not
1: real. Person. He's not real. He's an Android. <laughs> but
0: I got picture, the new iPhone I had it for a while. I don't know what you. Yeah. So I know, right? New, well, this new feature. <laughs> this new feature on Apple <laughs> is great because you can like, you can
2: like check IMDb while you're still watching, you know, whatever movie you're watching. It's like I'm doing a lot more IMDb kind of stuff while I'm watching the movies because. I know I need to be more of a, a an aficionado on the movies not to, like watch them for my own benefit
1: <laughs> well I, when I watch so I've seen them all before but i want I, I definitely watch them twice for the podcast just before it uh the first watch through is just to remind myself what it is and the second one is kinda to, to go through and like pick up notes mm-hmm. and and do yeah. the reading and stuff like that that's cool and I'm nowhere near uh as deep into it as some of these other like oh jeez uh, I'm gonna I, I, I want everybody to, to listen to our podcast as much as, as as anything else, but there's some podcasts out there that cover these things so much better and get so deep into them where they, we'll, we'll you keep know, in mind, but they also do them mind. one at Bo, a time.
0: Both thought we were on episode, what, 44? Because we've managed to squeeze in <laughs> six poor podcasts between MCUs. So so yeah. it's not for lack of doing other things. So, oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, if I will you're just say doing the, an MCU movie, then, then right. yeah, I can understand watching it Bro, four times. And the other thing is, the other thing that you
2: guys do and, and – and um the 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 kind of part about it is you guys are just doing it because you want to do it and it's fun and whatever like some of these other podcasts i'm sure are doing it for sponsorship and oh yeah paid so it's like they're trying to focus on one thing they have yeah you know whereas you guys are just and i guess i'm becoming part of it you know i'm (laughs) i'm approaching one percent i'm approaching ten percent i'm way over one percent but i'm approaching (laughs) ten percent of the uh, episodes that i've been on so uh but 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 kind of that being said, like the way you guys have started this, which I think is great, is like you're just like talking about shit and, you know, you invite other people on. You have other people, whether it's, you know, the food pairings and all that. So it's like a very different kind of a thing. Whereas if you said we're going to do an entire podcast on the entire MCU, that'd be a whole different kind of a situation. And you would have like you'd be like, Steve, you have to watch. You have to watch Thor: The Dark World seven times before the next <laughs> episode, and you have to like dial in on this character and figure this yeah. out. And know you have to do this, so it's it's a very different kind of a thing. But you're right; it's like there's so many people that know, like like the stuff we're talking about are things that these people right. on the other podcast are like they know, like the back of their hand.
1: Yeah, well, and the other thing too is is like a lot of them they they'll have one person that's deep into the comics and knows the comic history and and I like that's why I listen to these things because I like picking up stuff like that, um, and they don't you know they they there's some that are very movie centric and, and very into the actors and know all the actors and all the other movies they're in and stuff like that and they go deep mm-hmm. into that. I I prefer for us to just talk about well what's it like to the common man I'm not hey, trying to get deep I in. worked at
0: Blockbuster Video for like. <laughs> Six or seven years. There you go.
1: I've got some movie
0: background. You're basically a professional. You're basically (laughs) an industry professional.
1: (laughs) Well, no, Steve, and that and that's what it is. And when we talked about that when we first did this, that you are the movie guy. You're gonna look. (laughs) You're gonna look at things. You're gonna look at things differently. You're gonna look at the filming and the director (laughs) and the score and all this. And I'm and I'm going in. I'm like, well, were there explosions? Was there, you know, fighting? And we we look at movies differently and completely. MCU, I think I get a little deeper into it. I I mean, I go into the comics and I read a little bit or I have read some, you know, back in my day. I mean, when I was uh, like, he was like 12 or 13, I spent almost like two, three months where I did nothing but draw Thor. I'd go home (laughs) and I I had a book that I would like, I had comics and I'd I'd take a panel and I would redraw it, you know, in a bigger size or whatever and stuff like that. So, um you know we look at these differently and and that's that's the point and and you know Bo, he he has his own you know uh interpretations of these and that's what i like uh, is yeah. not just the history and all that it's just what what's the common guy think or you know what what's the different opinions again yeah.
2: um, like, yeah, none of us are none of us are like experts on any like kind of it i mean we're experts in our own realm and different things but we're certainly not mcu experts
1: no, right. not at all. No,
0: you you, I, I, you mentioned drawing Thor. I was just in the garage going through some of my old things and I found I found a it was like a 150-page Binder of pictures I drawn as a choose your own adventure book when I was when I was a kid. Oh, I love those! I created my own choose your own adventure with a map and and I drew pictures on every page and. Oh, I'll, nice! I'll show it to you. So so I've got little expertise there on the old choose yeah. your own adventure series. Awesome! That I can. Try I thought you were gonna say project. a
1: stack of playboys. <laughs> <laughs> I found the stack of playboys I used to draw. and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, so speaking of Playboy, in this uh, we got Thor, right? He um, <laughs> he goes out and he you know he he brings peace back to the to the nine realms and and you know they throw the party and he still kind of you know has his his uh, what's going on you know he he's not into it you know because he's got his mind back on on uh, Midgard and on, and Jane on Jane yeah yeah and where there and where she's you know they they have the whole beginning scene where she's trying to be on the date and just not really into it. Like, can't pick a menu item out of the three items on there, right? And You know, so very awkward and stuff like that. And then, then you get Darcy that comes in, who... Darcy is very much the, the comic relief in this for the most, like, almost almost, 95% of her lines are, are uh, a one-liner joke or some, you know, some kind of funny quip or something like that, which I think a lot of it is great, and I love the character of Darcy. I think in this one it started to get a little old. Again, wow. again
0: I I agree. I don't I don't think it balanced right. I think she's hilarious, yeah. but it just I think they, I think she's
2: hilarious. So go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I it just it, to me going back and forth between the serious uh you know Asgard world and and the kind of the quips of 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 the, of Earth just didn't fit right as as well. Yeah.
1: There were sometimes that I I agree with you that they didn't sit exactly right. I did love some of them. But yeah, yeah, some of them just. Yeah.
2: You know, I think I think one of the things I have some notes here, and one of the things I said was, you know, I think there was a lot of like over explanation of the history. There was a lot of over explanation of like why there was this like battle with the dark elves and everything <clears throat> that went along Z- with okay. that. And but but I think they could have. What I think they could have done. Sorry, oh. I don't mean to cut you off. But no, I no, think no, what no, they no. could have done. They could have <laughs> used that character. And I don't know why I wrote down Natalie. I don't don't know. I I obviously copied somebody's name wrong, but I think, I think (laughs) what they could have done. Yeah. I don't know. I I obviously looked at the wrong line, but I I think they could have done with Darcy was, you know, they could have, they could have had her and the like nerdy new assistant that came in. Like, they could have just worked it in that way and they could have developed her character a little differently like when there were all these things about the history and why was this this way or why was that that way instead of like 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 doing like a a a, a breakaway from the whole movie and everything that's going on with the movie to say well then this is the history of this and this is the history of that and this is why this happened and Wait, you know they do the think... kind of flashbacks and all that they could have used those characters to just like do it in like two or three lines done it, you know, a little more seamlessly. And the movie could have been like, I don't know, a half an hour shorter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I think it could use more actually. I actually think they should have gone and and gave a little bit more of the, uh, history. Cause one of the complaints that I've heard is that people didn't understand the, the, the reason for the dark elves trying to, you know, what their motivation was. And I think, Listening to it again today and watching it listening closely if you listen to the the opening monologue type You know history you understand why they're you know, they were trying they they I think it's clear. Yeah. Well, some people apparently did not well, right? The,
0: okay, so, <laughs> so there's that, a balance that's balance between you you're, you're sitting down for a movie and you get this onslaught of information in the first 10 minutes you you've got to, from a director's standpoint, you got to, or a writer standpoint, you got to figure out how much information can someone take in this much time. Yeah, maybe it's all there, but you've got to be able to process. I mean, they it it.
1: could. That's why I said I think it could have been, it could have been stretched out a little longer. You know, m- mixed in a little bit, or even. That's, that's the less... that's
0: the challenge of writing a screenplay. Yeah, is trying yeah. to and tell it... a story without you know making it too long to bore your audience and without making it <laughs> too uh, condensed to confuse your audience and kind of yeah. And, and, and I mean, and that's, and that's what I and that's so.
2: yeah. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. It's like if you would have if you would have used those characters within the movie, even if you did do this 10 minute beginning scene or or whatever it was, you know, to talk about the history. Just to kind of weave it back in because there's this like this character that's like kind of the comic relief. she's she's you know obviously super smart. she's you know working with scientists and all that kind of stuff. but she also has like some flaws you know with with where you know she doesn't understand. I don't know maybe she doesn't understand some things or whatever but you could have like worked her in to like as a quick reminder like one or two sentences or or, or whatever but they don't they don't utilize that i don't think i think they could have done a better job of utilizing it
0: when we get to captain america i think it it chooses a different way of telling the story rather than putting all this exposition out there at the beginning and just kind of mm-hmm. burying you in that. Agreed. That one is more like a mystery. Little by little, you start figuring things out.
1: And yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I,
0: I like that as a better way of telling a story. I think. Oh,
1: I, I, I agree with you. I This is not the best way to tell a story, and, but I, I think the history needed to be in there. Uh, I think it might have been, you could have done it a little differently. I agree. Like it, it could have yeah. been done differently. Well, it's, it's. I don't know if Darcy could have been the person to do it though. Well, Darn. I mean, I, I mean, I, that's. I would have liked to seen her in a few scenes where it was a little more serious. Like she wasn't just everything out of her mouth, a funny quip.
2: I don't think she knows how to be serious. I think that's her whole thing.
1: T- true. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything where she wasn't that same character either. I mean, yeah. that's the same character she is in the yeah. the, two broke girls. Um, I haven't really seen her in a lot of other things, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's so great character, but. It was like I think you're right. It, it it added some comedy where it didn't need to be, or it, bad timing for comedy, you know. So, well, uh, I,
0: I like I like your idea, Bo, about about using the comic relief to to extend the story, to tell the story rather than. Just yeah. as a as a distraction. Just to get
1: a quick laugh.
0: There's yeah. so much kind of like random sort of
2: comedic things in this mm-hmm. whole this whole movie. It's like it's like so disjointed in so many ways. It's like there's the seriousness of Asgard. There's like everything that's going on in Asgard. There's, you know, Idris Elba when he's like um, I forget, you know, I'm going to butcher the line, but basically it's like, what have you done? He's like, I've committed treason kind of a thing, oh. or, you know, whatever and all that. You know, there's all that kind of very serious, everything on Asgard is like so like, everything is so important. Every decision is <laughs> it's so like, you, and know then you right. get to Earth and then Earth is like, you know, you got... Still in Skarsgård running around in his underwear <laughs> getting arrested, and you have them picking him up from the insane asylum, or not the insane asylum, but you know what I mean. Yeah, You know, no, and all that it, yeah. kind of stuff. And it's like there's all
1: these things that kind of go, that go so, on, and
2: you're just like...
1: Interesting note, he actually filmed that at Stonehenge, was really <laughs> running around naked oh, really? at I Stonehenge. Possibly- yeah, um, I thought that was good. Did they get permission, yeah, or did they just
0: like say, "Hey, go run around there, and we'll shoot you"? Uh, you know, from from the corner over here. That was interesting <laughs> too. Yeah, get it's interesting. You talk
2: about you talk about what she's been in. I'm looking at uh, Darcy and some of the stuff she's.
3: I don't games. recognize.
2: I don't recognize anything. She was a 40 year old virgin, and and a couple of other things. That well I'm, she was the she daughter. Was she was city. the
0: she was the daughter of uh, of the oh, right. 40 steve carell's you know i can't remember yeah oh
1: okay right she must Same have been again. really young then but she's
2: also going to be in wandavision okay she's going to be in wandavision coming up so anyway well, that's cool. great. as darcy i gotta take a quick break you guys go ahead uh yeah.
1: yes as darcy lewis nice. so nice. interesting okay all right i'll be back in a second go ahead so um you know we're talking about the seriousness of asgard and stuff like that and i think I think the reason it was serious was because the, the the stuff they were dealing with. I mean, they're talking about the death of Frigga, you know, the the tension between Loki and his and his father, the tension between Loki and, and Thor. Um I did like in this one that uh the, they really played up the brother aspect of Thor and um Loki, that Thor, you know, still believes in him to a point, but he's also got to the point where he's like, I don't I don't trust you anymore. But you know, you had that you had that point where they were stealing the uh, the ship to get off Asgard. You know, and he's like pushing the buttons to try and get it started. And and he's like, you're you know, you, you just have to push the right one. You don't have to slam them. And you know, it just <laughs> it had that it had a brother feel to it. Like when they were in in scenes together, it, it, they really show, yeah. it, showed showed.
0: And, and that scene when they get to the other other world, and uh, you know, Loki chops off Thor's oh, arm. Yeah. I was totally playing along with it when I saw it in the theater. It's like, oh my God, this is, this is serious. Oh, that,
1: every, I you thought, thought he a, betrayed him.
0: Yeah. I thought that was really well played out. To me, that was, I think the, the, the best, the best moment in the movie was, was that whole reveal and how that, and I, I kind of wish they got more out of it. It, it. To me, it seemed like it didn't work. At least they got Jane back, but, uh, yeah. um, but, um, but, I, you mentioned this at the very beginning about Thor and Loki. That was definitely the highlight of this movie. Um, Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. just really brings a, you know, we talk about about uh, bad guys, villains, and he is a yeah. character that that is interesting and you really enjoy him as a villain. Um, and I think and, he's probably and, the and best and villain in all of the MCU. Too. You don't you don't know what he's going to do next. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, so that th- it, th- th- yeah that was the highlight there.
1: One of the facts I found out too was he actually wasn't even supposed to be in this movie. Um originally uh the but he he was such a hit in uh, Avengers that they they threw him in this one. So uh you know it's he he quickly became like everybody's, you know, favorite. Uh he he's the bad guy but he's also a lot of people's favorite, especially in in the podcast I listen to there it, it most of the girls are they're they're very uh fangirl about Loki, um fangirl about Thor, uh and Who's Winter the pop Soldier. star that
0: he dated for a little bit? Uh um the one that sings Oh let me go ahead. Let me bring my
1: wife in, she probably knows. She she <laughs> weekly. Oh, uh, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston, but he he is definitely one of those. Which is weird too, because I look at him and I'm like, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it. I think he's a great character, and, but I just, I don't know. I, I'm not a, I'm not a girl, so I, I don't understand the attraction <laughs> that they have to him. Um, I agree. I didn't. Geez. know greasy haired guys were were attractive. Come on.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, you got Sean Penn. You know, Sean Penn was a greasy haired guy. I think in a couple of movies, right? Also- you look at. Was he I, ever really a heartthrob?
1: Yeah, I think he was. I don't know. Uh, I never. I, I. I guess I didn't pay attention to it enough. I didn't. I. I don't Girls know. Girls always go for the bad I think boys. he's a great character. That was a. Plus. Well, there's that
0: too. He was in a movie called yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
1: ah, exactly. There you go. Right. 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 Uh, um, so okay, but yeah, Loki. I think. I think the highlight of this was was the Loki Thor interactions. The the Loki. Um, his family interactions, you know, with Frigga, with uh, Odin, um, even Thor's interactions with Odin, I, I thought were really good. There, they're, there's no action. It's very, it's very um, intense, but it's more of a, a storyline intense instead. of Are you handling that normal. mead,
0: Noah? Is that, uh, is that getting to you a little bit? You...
1: That's right. No I, My my wife brought me a milkshake too. I think that's what's <laughs> oh, good. Oh, got boy. got me the hiccups. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I like uh, no. the mead's actually really good. Yeah.
2: I'll tell you what, um, one of the biggest things, I mean, it's, it's even, even this time, I, you know, it's, it's probably only the third time I I will, I haven't watched as many times as as you have Noah. (laughs) And I don't know, Steve might be in the same category as me, but this might be just the third time I've watched it. Um, but you know, the, the one thing that kind of caught me, it's like when, like, I forget the whole setup and everything, but you know, the way they, they're playing, they're playing Loki and Thor, like they're, you know loki's gonna like totally sell him out it's like it turns into a you know that it ends up oh, being, the running joke yeah exactly you, i'll kill you if you be, if you betray him yeah exactly, uh, apparently exactly. there's like, gonna be a line <laughs> yeah exactly but not only that but it's like even even when they 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 play like they're gonna betray him but he ends up being like he doesn't betray him but he ends up ends up you know that it's just like it's I
1: don't so know, it's, okay they, so we know what happens with that right he 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 kind of sacrifices himself in a way. He he right. dies. Kind of. Kind of, as <laughs> you say. Yeah, with my little finger quotes. Um, so my thought is is how early into this adventure did he know that was his plan?
2: I think he's I I, will, I think he's one of the smartest people in the whole MCU. I think oh, Loki, yeah. I think he knows what he's gonna do like he's like a chess champion. He's like mm-hmm. he's like a master chess champion where he knows 20, 30 moves ahead of time what's going to happen and he drives what's going to happen with everybody else before it actually happens. And that's actually for the true, most part.
1: True in the Norse mythology, that's that was Loki. He is the trickster in in the um, there's another word that they use for it but where he he sets things up years in advance to happen. Yeah. You know, he's he's constantly maneuvering things and stuff like that is is one of the things and and so I think they did an incredible that, that's why he is the best villain character even though he's not always a villain not a 100% character.
0: villain right but you're right yeah
1: he's, he's got his he's got th- more than his toe in it but yeah
0: <laughs> I'm gonna jump ahead to Ragnarok but that scene in the elevator when Thor basically kind of lays it out and tells him tells him how it is I think it I think is one of the most beautiful moments in all of the Thor movies where he just kind of he figured out how to talk to, to to Loki and Loki actually, you know, he, he shows him exactly. Well, what we get is. a little bit
1: of it. Yeah, a little bit. We get a little bit of that when yeah. when they're breaking him out and they, and they end up on the other planet and he's talking to. I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of where he's like, you know, you're my brother and, and this and that and you know, yeah. They, <laughs> fucking cat. Uh, <laughs> my cat has a, a, a. He likes to chase his tail like a dog and he'll sit there and spin and spin and spin and and it just cracks me up he's like he looks like a total idiot doing it but it's funny um yeah. anyway so uh another one the you know it was it was a sad moment and some other people had issue with it was when they when Frigga died right they're, they're like why did we have to kill her for for you know to push this man pain forward kind of thing and I was like I, I in a way I agree with them, and in a way I don't it's like I understand what what it was to push the plot and everything like that, and, it, and it's 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 a it's a rough one, but it works. But it's also like then it it takes her out of future possibilities of movies. It was like it, if there, but it, but she's in future movies, so that's
0: true.
1: Only because they, only because they go into the past. But that's fine. But I mean, it's like
2: everybody can't always live. Like, I appreciate, I totally appreciate that they kill a main character. Like, I'm,
1: uh, I'm, you, all you yeah, I get, I get you. I get you. Yeah. You're, you're you, right. You on can't that. preserve all the main characters. I, I agree you know, with that
0: too. But, but it was a little melodramatic. What was that line a little later about when Thor and Loki are going at it and Thor says she wouldn't want us to fight? I mean, that, right. that was a yeah. little bit to me. Eye rolling. Oh, kind of on,
1: <laughs> that's hundred percent. That's hundred percent, brothers. Though I, that's that was I Thor. Know, but, that but was it, Thor trying to like okay. look.
0: Okay. But
1: that's I how guess, he. That's I him. him I, I that's him was, dealing I with the loss melodrama. of his mother.
0: To me, to me, that was kind of forcing the the, the that as a plot uh, mechanism. That that. But that's also that's tired. also his He's
1: way of tired. control. That's okay. That was his way of controlling Loki, right? Because Loki wants to fight with him. Loki uh, always wants to fight with him. And that, and Loki respected and loved Frigga so much that throwing that in his face, he's like, oh fuck, I can't I, I can't do uh, it. You know what I mean? That, that that was that was like his little kryptonite. But he could have used that at
2: any time. Like here's the other thing. It's like why would he have to why would he have to wait for her to die for that to happen, right? Why couldn't he just say that like whenever they're fighting and say, Mom wouldn't want us to fight?
1: Well, maybe he does and it doesn't have the power because now she's dead and, and they're feeling real right. bad about maybe it. maybe the cameras were rolling when he says that the other time. right <laughs> we don't we don't see every time they fought you know true but that's so um i also really liked loki scenes where um thor comes down and after after frig is dead and uh he first throws up the illusion and, yeah. and thor calls him it, on it that's yeah
2: in that the cell effective. in the cell
1: yeah. yeah that that's was one crazy of the most powerful, powerful. yeah that's great Yep, agreed i was like uh, I, I i you know almost tearing up you're like you just you you feel for loki in that right there you're like uh-huh. oh man he like he he's got it going it's hard so uh it's also one of the only times you ever see loki
2: where he's not like totally polished because every single other time right? loki, I noticed that like he's like totally like like Hairs perfectly slicked yep. back. He's got the perfect clothes. He's got you know whatever you, whatever we, look he, he uh, wants it, to
0: have. It, it, does that beg the question of maybe he's throwing out that illusion? Uh, you know more than
2: oh, I'm sure all rock? the time. Yeah, yeah. I'll I mean, tell you what. If I could, if I could oh, do that, yeah. are <laughs> you kidding me? Like if I could roll out of bed. And just like create the illusion, right. like, never shower, like never shower, never <laughs>
1: shower, never pick an outfit. I don't know like if illusions Thor, will whatever. cover that. I don't know if illusions <laughs> will cover the shower. You got to shower. Well, true, true. You do have to shower. That's a great point. But <laughs> <laughs> you get by of saying like, this is like. You look really clean, but something's not right.
2: right. Something's not right. <laughs> <laughs> but to the same point, it's like, if you never had to pick an outfit out or you could just have oh, like right. it and, and all that kind of stuff, it's like, he's, he's probably always got an illusion
1: going on. That's a great point, Steve. Yeah, that was, that was good. Um, what was the other things I was going to say? Um, I, 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 I like some of the cool stuff from, from, uh, Asgard. One of the, the, the little ships that they had that were, they were, they flew, but they were designed to look like the old Viking, um, Ships with the like the little, oh God, they have a name and I can't think of it. They got the little flat, you know, it's just an open open boat with the like little a wings skiff. on the back.
0: Like a ski. So yeah.
1: It looked, yeah. It there's it a name like the ones for those.
0: From Star Wars or, or Return of well, the Well, Jedi.
2: that's what they remind me of. Like yeah. a lot of these ships oh. they fly in remind me so much Wait, of Star like Wars. Like
1: the B wings. The yeah, B wings sure. coming yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So all three of these movies um, Iron Man 3, uh, this one, actually, I think it's all of Phase 2 has a star Wars throw out in him. Oh really? Where someone is losing a hand or an arm. No. Um, we get, the, <laughs> we get the, the definite easy one to catch here in Thor with Thor. Right. Thor. Where he actually hand, loses. <laughs> loses his hand. Yeah. Um In, in uh, Iron Man three, it was uh, Killian when he, when uh, Pepper rips his arm off. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then, and also, um, and also then,
0: didn't Iron Man get his like leg chopped off during that last scene too? And then, and then, it's magically there. It's all, it's like he was able to pull it back before. It... That was uh, that bugged me. But I even watched it a couple uh, times. Uh, I think I rewound yeah, it a couple times. I do but... kind
1: of remember something about that, and I, I don't remember. But that's completely
0: that... off the point. Go ahead, hands. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and then and then in uh, Winter Soldier, um, Bucky loses his arm I, yeah. when he when right. he falls from the train. So, yeah, and then and then there'll be more in, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, I think, is uh, when Rocket steals the guy's – oh, is he, yeah. he steals his arm or is his leg? It's got to be his Which arm. Was, I thought it was his eye. No, I think he you ends up with a knife from break? somewhere else. In the prison Yeah, because he tells them, he goes, I need that guy's I, – I, maybe I it's, it's a, a leg, leg, though. I think it's a leg. So they like, like well, what do you need right the leg for? He goes, I didn't, but uh, we'll talk about yeah. that one Talk we'll get to that minute. in about yeah. ten episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that actually should be two from now. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, so um, I just thought that was kind of funny that, that they they had through the whole phase two there is a call out or a, a shout out to Star Wars, probably okay. more than one, but that's the that was one that right. they actually that, put out there.
0: Is that official? I mean, did they actually make, yeah. say say something about that? Okay.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. and that's why it's in every one of the movies and not just uh certain ones like everyone yeah. in the phase three or oh, phase really? two is well, to and,
0: and, oh. and winter soldier they actually cross off star wars and you know go star Trek.
1: so well okay so now that's now that's yeah we'll, we'll talk about that when okay. we get to catch okay. it okay okay let's finish up with this thor thing um there, this is a mixed bag for a lot of people um i i haven't heard a ton of people just like oh this is my favorite i think one out of like this six different podcasts. They had one person that like this, he was really, really into this one. Um, I liked it. I liked it more when I watch it over. Like, I think I liked it more the second time I watched it in this, this rewatch than I even did the first time Um, in the theater. Uh, the, they can do no wrong. Cause I'm just excited to have another Marvel yeah, movie. I out there. I agree
0: with you there. When I saw it, in the picture, yeah. I was all about it, but, uh, and I, and
1: I love Thor. He's, he's one of my favorites. He always has been. Um, so, you know, I, he could do no wrong for me essentially. Um, so to me, this is, this is, this is another one where it's like, it's not the top, but it's not the bottom either. Like I, I would wa- if I had the choice between Iron Man three and this, like, like, those are your two choices. I would watch this over Iron Man 3. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably I Iron Man 2 I, also. Yeah. I mean, definitely
2: Iron Man 2 for sure. But I don't know. I, I, I look at these and I'm sort of like, this is, I in my opinion, better than the first Thor. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think this is better than the first Thor. And I, I remember I mentioned when we, watched, when we talked about the first Thor, one of the things I commented on was just how everything was like. Filmed oh, on a new moon at
1: midnight, and this yeah. one was like, like much better. Like, I think oh, this they did is it was better. Too. Asgard, full CGI, like yeah. magical. I also, so I, I think the the relationship between uh, Jane Foster and Thor was more believable in this one than it was in the first one. That helped. Agreed. Her. I 100% agree. Um, and Jane Foster wasn't um, the the stiff board she was in the first. One. Like she actually had a little bit more. There were some parts well, where she she, she set fell it up. Right. I
2: mean, she fell off, but she set it up right out of the gate. Yeah, like she set it up right out of the gate with slapping him in the face the first time she saw him, and she's like, <laughs> I, "I don't care if you're a god or not. It's like you can't, like, you can't well, the first ignore one me. One
1: like, I won't <laughs> be ignored, Dan." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, look, she slaps him. That's just to check if you're real. <laughs> That's yeah. for not coming back. Yeah. Even better, she punched Loki. That's for yeah. New York. Yep. That was that. And so, um, I was reading about that. Um, apparently they had to do like 30 different takes on the slap, um, because she wasn't getting it right. Cause she was trying to fake slap him. And so finally she started slapping him and it took like five more takes and then they finally got it. But apparently the punch of Loki, there was no faking in the beginning at all. She punched him and yeah. uh, apparently got it. And, and from what I understand, she was messing up on purpose uh, after the punch to redo the scene a couple times. So she oh, got like yeah. eight of them in there. <laughs> nice. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, when I, nice. That's what I like here in, a, in these other podcasts is is getting these little tidbits that these other people d- dig down deep and find for me. Well, I've and i, I steal.
0: I'm, I'm going to go against you guys. I, I still put the first Thor above this one. And, Interesting. and I think it's because it's more simplistic and it introduces a lot of things and it was just more exciting for me that way it held together um, to me this one it, it was a, a more complicated story but it, to me it had too many things that just didn't work that kind of made it sloppy and, and annoying and, and frustrating and, and, oh I agree I totally um, agree
1: I think it's because you got more of a mundane mind, and you're you're more a Midgard guy, and you just can't handle Asgard. <laughs> I, I mean, i I don't think I don't think Thor one is. is you're like a uh, goat
0: a movie, at a dinner I, table. It just it just worked a little bit more for me, even though it yeah. wasn't a very uh, a very developed uh, screenplay. I think the
2: writing I think the writing wasn't as good in this one as a lot of the other movies. I think the writing, like we talked about, it's just like there's so much sort of. You know, we talked about the way it starts with 10 minutes of history and the way it talks about, it. like, it's almost like the way it starts out. I was like, are we, did I start a Lord of the Rings movie by mistake? Like, did I accidentally, <laughs> had like, did I accidentally feel, fire right. up that kind of a thing? And then it like, then it like,
1: after that's all done, it totally transitions to. I think an MCU movie kind of I think that's them paying a little bit of homage to to the Norse gods in in that kind of feel so maybe that's why it has that Lord of Rings feel because it especially if you listen or read any of uh, the Norse mythology they sound that most of them are written like that so I think that may be part of the reason they were trying to play a little bit to that.
0: Well the director Maybe. came from Game of Thrones too. You know, he yeah. so I'm sure he was trying I'm to I'm not going to hold
1: out against him as long as he wasn't in like, you know, season 8.
0: No, this was season 2. I think he did a lot
1: of <laughs> season 2. Yeah.
0: So so he did That the... that's the
2: next that's the next time. I mean, after oh. we do this, I was going to recommend we do Game of Thrones. I got nothing time.
1: planned for 2022, so yeah. <laughs> Who does? Right? <laughs> I'm just hoping we get there. Cool. Exactly. All right. So it sounds like I'm the I'm the the one that loves this one more than you, than you guys. So yeah, I mean I could I mean I could really take it or leave it. Quite frankly, I
2: mean I don't know what you think, Steve, but it's like like when you think of the whole MCU, you know, it's like it doesn't it adds a little like it develops some story, but you could totally. I think this is a movie that could be a throwaway, and you could like pick it up in some other movies with some small parts. I don't think there's a ton in this movie. That develops the whole story of the whole MCU.
0: I you mentioned uh, you mentioned Lord of the Rings, and that would have been a if they pulled off like a Two Towers type epic movie with this, took it really seriously and just you know went to town with 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 you know the story and got rid of some of the the comic uh, stuff and just really took it seriously. I think it might have worked better. Now, they really went a different direction with the third one, and it really worked. Certainly. But yeah. uh, but I, it would have been nice to have, have it really just completely take itself seriously and and stick with that. You,
1: you're I, right that, on that. Maybe. I think if you if you pulled a lot of the comedy out of this and, and and gave more deep, dark, secret, harsh story, I think you're right. It would have been 100% it's, better. It's
0: effective in the whole universe as a whole, where you've got some that, that are going after one thing, and this one, if it just... You know, if it just stuck to it and tried to yeah.
1: to play. To so, that. so to to both point this, you're right. There's parts. A lot of this movie didn't need to happen to to move forward the MCU, um, or any of the stories. Maybe a little bit of the Loki, Thor, um, and then the the Loki taking over the throne. But it was an introduction of one of the stones, and so uh, that part, you know. Well, you You can say was, the same, yeah, say the same thing
0: about uh, Iron Man Three didn't really. Move the MCU universe forward much? Did it? I mean- yeah, and it and it had no. nothing.
1: To, it had n- Not nothing in it that really I think needed that's to be.
0: Okay, I think that's part of the developing the character. Yeah, it is. But I'm just stories.
1: saying that this one, this one might have been part of. Okay, we want to introduce this this stone, and write a story around it. Yeah, yeah. possibly. So potentially. The post, yeah, the post-credit scene. This is one of the most important,
2: I think, post-credit scenes. I mean, I know we weren't going to talk about these. It's a but I think
0: galaxy one, right? Doesn't it?
2: Well, it was like so they went to the collector, right? And, uh, and yeah, uh, Benicio del Toro, and they take they take one of the stones to the collector, and he yeah. like as they're cutting away, he's basically saying, one down, five to go, or yeah. one down three. Right. You know, and he's like five saying, like, I finally got
1: I finally got the first one. Now I can start getting the rest, kind of a thing. Right. Which is weird because I didn't I didn't picture him as the one trying to collect them like that so it was weird was it was it almost like was he being controlled or is he actually in league with so well he's probably i mean he's probably got a contract from Thanos right i'm sure
2: Thanos like trying to get all the stones is like Hey, you're the collector. You have all these connections. Like, I have connections, too. I'm fucking Thanos. But I can also, like... And that's exactly how the conversation went. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I'm obviously Thanos. I can do whatever I want. But you have all these underground connections. So you can find, like, all these, like, other things. Like, you have
1: the duck in a cage. Like, you can get anything. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, and and you're right. And, And so having seen the guardians and, and know how everything ends up it's, it's a little awkward seeing it again. Yeah. Um, so now well, yeah. It, it, it plays weird after seeing all the other stuff. Now the other cut scene, I don't know if you guys watched to the very end had a comic type feel to it, which I thought, I think it played very well. It was the big, um, I, I don't know. It's like a, the, the what monster horror? cat, no, it's it's oh, from when it was they a when they returned.
0: landed, but yeah, the the monster runs after the birds or something. Yeah, he's chasing oh. the birds. I did
2: so so once again Disney Plus led me astray yeah. because what what Disney Plus does is it lets you jump to the first post-credit scene, Uh-oh. but it does not jump to the second post-credit scene, which I'm now realizing as you guys are talking about this because I remember that scene. Yeah. So anyway, I'll be more I, diligent next time. My <laughs> and,
0: and wasn't wasn't it Thor uh, the kiss? Wasn't that not Natalie Portman? That was actually Thor's
1: wife. That's actually his, yeah, it's actually his wife. There, another interesting thing on that is um, I guess there's she walks up a ramp onto a box because their height difference is so oh. much that. And so yeah, they, that was a big thing.
0: I, I looked for it, and I thought she was really well cast. I mean, he married like with like Natalie Portman, I guess. Yeah, you,
1: they, you, I didn't. If I didn't know, I wouldn't have known, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was, they, and it was a very believable kiss. So, I, I, I thought that was a good thing. Now um, she's coming
0: back for Thor four, right? Natalie.
1: Yeah, it's Jane. Love and hmm, love and thunder. Okay. And that, that's right.
0: actually the same director as the third one Ragnarok, so
1: Yeah. so we could just... So she yeah, and and so this is one that's going to be, well, I'm assuming it's it's a story from the actual comics where Jane becomes Thor. And so uh that's the rumor, yeah. it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that plays oh, out. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I I mean, I'm I'm hoping they do a good job. I don't want this to to I want them to keep getting better. And so I, I I'm I'm hoping it does good. I'd rather see it be a good movie than and than, than be something bad. So I just uh, it you know, where oh we want to have a powerful woman, let's let's make a movie and, and then it just doesn't work. So I hope that's not the case. I don't think yeah. it'll be, but you never, never know. All right, well, uh with that I think we should move on to Captain America Winter Soldier, because this is this we could have done a whole podcast just on this one. And probably maybe not. maybe you guys
2: maybe you guys could have, but we'll talk
1: about what? That. <laughs> okay, so this this is uh this might be top top three for me of all MCE. Of all of them? Of all, all of right. them. And Fair and enough. it was weird because when I watched it again, I I wasn't thinking that until I watched it and I was like, fuck, I forgot how good this really is. This to me has one of the best character stories with action out of all of it. I think it's better than Endgame and Infinity Wars.
0: So this Seriously. this is speaking of those. This is the introduction of the Russo brothers, Anthony
1: and, and yes, uh, yes. Joe.
2: This is and that's yeah. Yes. You so yeah, you definitely
1: see that switch. <laughs> oh yeah, um, and it's also uh, who's the writers? Um, is that yeah, I think is they they stayed together for Civil War and yep.
0: Endgame er, and uh, uh, Infinity Wars and Endgame.
1: Yeah, uh, it's do 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 do. Writers Christopher, Marcus, no, um, and McFeely. Yeah. Marcus and McFeely. So that group, the Russo brothers, and then Marcus and McFeely stay together and they do, I think it's civil war, the infinity, both one and two. Um, and I think one other one. One thing
0: I will say Bucky Barnes and has never been a character that I've been that interested in. Um, (laughs) and <laughs> What do you mean so, from the, fir-
1: the first movie? From the from first uh, one. From Captain? Yeah, even
0: in this one. But I agree with you, Noah. This, to me, is one of my top
1: maybe three or four. Uh, the and action in this is so fucking good. The action is good. I the action it, is great. Okay. Agreed. Well, and then the, well,
0: okay. So but, the story, the, the I, interaction. I hear, I hear
1: this lingering butt that's gonna come. <laughs> but the inner, Okay, so the the personal interactions between Cap and Falcon and, mm-hmm. and Cap and, and Natasha, it are so good. I even, I mean, even the stuff with Fury and and you know Hill, all of them. I mean, there's no parts of these where what? I'm like bored at all.
0: Well, one of the things I like about these villains is that they are more kind of like Thanos is that you you tend to understand them you know where they're coming from it's almost like like another side of the argument that can be explained it's not like i'm evil and i'm going to kill you
1: (laughs) it's it's this is this is what you know you were talking about well that is kind of hydra i'm evil and i'm going to kill you that is kind of (laughs) hydra
0: the hydra references i think were comic comic book notations that that were important but but I thought they were a little overboard. You know, the the Hale Hydra I thought was a little, little overboard. I th- I just found it interesting when they were trying to actually explain what they were doing and why they're doing it, and yeah. and you and you start understanding their motivation, and that's to me an interesting story when I'm not sure if I should be siding with 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 the villain or not. You know,
1: right?
0: Um, and they
1: yeah, well, they okay. explore
0: that more in Civil War quite a bit.
1: So so this this actually has the best scene out of any of the MCU and it's the elevator fight.
0: Yeah, I put I got my best three. action that yeah, I put that with my with uh the meeting of, of Sam. To me I think that that meeting when they meet when he meets Oh,
2: Sponsor. I love it. Oh, on, on your, your left. On your left. On your left. <laughs> on your left. <laughs> your
0: like you're yeah, not getting it. Oh, that's so good. And elevator yeah. it was so great that they did an homage to that in in Endgame which yeah was a classic. Um
3: Right.
2: So. Well, and then yeah, I mean there's there's so many there's there's a tons of callbacks in Endgame, game right yeah. to this yes. one. I think I think there's a lot of end game callbacks in this one.
0: I'm impressed uh, with the action in this one too, because it's not you know, you're dealing with a, a character that has super, has you know, has a lot of super strength, but it's not he's not flying around, he's not Got a hammer that he wields and godlike power. He just
2: jumps out of airplanes without power shoots.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But the way And he nails the landing. Are, this, right. this, this is one where they did such a good job with the fight choreography, the way they they throw the shield around. It's just exciting okay. to watch.
1: So this the one the reason I, and this is that opening scene where he jumps out of the plane, right? The, yep. It starts off perfect. Well, first it's it this it it starts off with the the running right on your left, and that interaction and that's that's such a cool, and um, coming from the military background I have uh, and stuff like that, I could see that being so realistic. You know, these guys can touch on on and connect in such a way because they both were in war, they both lost their 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 wingman and stuff like that. So uh, it definitely. And then I love the fact that he brought up the hey c- you know come over come visit me at the VA make like the me look VA, like a right. hero. And, uh, and then Natasha pulling up, perfect line. Hey, do you guys know where the Smithsonian is? I'm looking for a relic. Yeah. So just, I mean, just hitting on all cylinders right off the bat. Then we get right into the action, right? They're, they're on the jet, and they're going, and, and uh, you know, he jumps out of, and does the, the, the foot first into the water, which is, I'm like, that's legit. I, I believe 100% of that. Gets up, up through the boat and then does the, the lap around it, just kicking ass the whole yes. way. Best part of that is this is when they first really show that, okay, he's not just a little bit stronger. He's not just a you know, when, when he kicked the dude and he goes flying over the fucking side, I was like, oh. <laughs> but the one that got me that I was like, okay, Cap is a real fucking badass. He took the knife and the guy was going to go pull the alarm. He threw the knife. It stuck into his hand, into a metal bulkhead. He threw a knife into like a probably – Quarter inch, half inch metal bulkhead. Like I'm like, that's some legit shit. Um, they also really started using the shield in in kind of that, yeah. you know, that that cap like. Like well, kind of like a, a Thor hammer kind of way, because like it a always pin- comes back. Yeah, yeah, like but it it's a pinball it machine the way back. it like takes out five yeah. opponents before it he comes back. He can do some yet. serious geometry <laughs> on the fly, <laughs> Yeah. right? Exactly. So <laughs> now, one of his um, first,
0: but, uh, one of the first villains or so is this this guy GSP, GSP. Batrock. Yeah, do you remember? So yeah, uh, done uh, George, George Saint Pierre, John Jean- Jean- Jean-
1: Saint Pierre. Yeah, when we. We were, did his workout.
0: We did his workout. We did a, a, yeah. a workout video in uh, karate back in the back in oh, the really? days of the. Yeah, hour. we were <laughs> di-
1: I actually still have that. A, a friend of mine had it, and I, I've got it digitally somewhere in, in my archives. Of one of our
0: one of He's, our head instructors is a huge fan. Huge right? fan in a
1: very,
0: <laughs> in a very uh, moist uh, way, you know. So
1: yeah, and um, so I, I the the villain Batrak, was actually a a, a true MC villain. I looked him up. Um, his powers were, weren't necessarily like powers, but he had super strength in his legs, like he was this they called him, backtrack the leaper right? Oh. and so he, he, he was very powerful in his legs, and I'm like, fuck, that's perfect GSP is known for his kicks and that fight they had was like super, like legit, I was like, that that's pretty awesome like as far as the fight scenes have gone hand-in-hand, I mean one of the, I can't think of any others that, you know other than other than Hulk smashing Loki, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, that you know, to me, was one of the best best opening scenes, just for for the battle sequence. Uh, you know, just kicking ass and taking names. You know, and you got Natasha in there doing her thing. You know, um, I love the whole uh, the team landing and the setting everything up and the the you know kicking down the door, shooting. I mean, it just it all looked super legit like that's that's what a shield special force team would do kind of looking like so i, I really yeah. loved how that went and then we get the intrigue in it where natasha is downloading stuff and in, in you know yeah. which is which you know goes against kind of what steve is is you know and then you well, get this the, is a
3: that's
2: a total setup for civil war right i mean that's a total setup for civil war
1: yeah uh yes in a way i mean you know, to, well, show he, that, to show he just that to feels here, like he's, he's
0: just being a pawn in this. Yeah. Right. Nick Fury, Nick Fury
2: runs the show and Nick Fury's using you know, he uses Steve Rogers as one person, but then he also uses Tony Stark yeah. as another
1: person. Well but but Civil for- War doesn't come from Fury. It comes from the government's trying to control the, the heroes. And that's you know and that's it, it's a little bit different. But I, I agree with you. It well, sets up it.
2: But it, it's at, kind of like it kind of plants the seeds because if it weren't for if it weren't for Steve Rogers realizing that you know he's just a pawn, as you said, Steve, um, you know it's it's he might not, Civil War might not have ever happened.
1: Well, but in Civil War, I mean, we're gonna I don't know, we should be getting this deep into it, but in that one, his biggest problem was is his he was more worried that they wouldn't send him in when he felt he needed to go in, not necessarily that they would send him when he didn't want to, but more that they wouldn't send him when he said, when he thought they needed, I, I think so. it's fair
0: though. In this one, I mean, at the beginning, Nick Fury is all about, you know, playing that, that
1: role, you know, playing. Yeah. That. And well, uh, okay, know, he kind of so,
0: flips after, after they try to kill him, you
1: know? Well, he doesn't flip. He just realizes that there's, there's other people playing games. So the, the interesting thing with this is, is at some point, good people have to do bad things to protect other people. Right. And that's Nick Fury's that guy that has to make that choice and he has to make that call and has to be okay. You know, someone said uh, they were saying that, you know, Nick Fury does a bunch of bad shit, but he's able to sleep at night. And I go, well, yeah, but there's you know, if someone's not out there doing the bad shit to 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 protect people, then there's a lot of innocents that are going to get hurt. And so someone has to be that person. And so Nick Fury is that guy. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, y- yeah, he's doing some bad shit, essentially, but it's for the greater good, essentially. Right. Like, he, you know, he's not on board with what the, the, the three heli- 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 carriers are essentially, you know, taking out a mass amount of people. He's not down for that. And, you he know, we get beginning. that when he tries to cancel it. He is at the beginning. Right. I, yeah. I mean... No, he he never but, says... That he's out there to. I mean, he he says that people can be watched, and this is the the line where Steve says, I, "I thought the punishment came after the crime, right?" Well, but this goes back to the okay. If there's people out there that are bad and can do a lot of bad stuff and, and do it really you know big time, we want to keep an eye on them not that we're stopping them from doing anything until till they cross the line but you know yeah. y- you can't just wait till they cross the line and then react doesn't well, it's like we said when this kind of first started it's like it's yeah. like if my neighbor has a gun i want to
2: know if my neighbor has a gun kind of a thing, right so.
0: well what about what's the uh, movie? Uh, minority report that yes the, the oh, yeah. preemptive threat elimination this idea well in Minority report it's called great what uh, the, the but that and that's what the, they're kind cog, of talking cog, about cog,
1: the, what are they called precogs precogs, precogs. precogs
0: right so that's kind of plays out the same idea,
1: yeah, it very much does, and, and, and I believe that's what they were trying to do, so yeah, we get into that and so but before we get to all that, before we find out that Hydra is is been in, in uh, part of shield from the get go, um, we have the, you know the other scenes where first off the Nick Fury gets attacked, that is another one of those like so this has some of the best just action scenes of all the mcu i mean you start off with the first scene on the boat maybe not the top but it's it's up there right the car scene maybe not the top but it's damn up there that's the james
0: bond uh scene where he's got the car from
1: you know with (laughs) all the gadgets I, i didn't have a lot of others where i was like okay they really screwed up some some action scenes in this one you know there was no bullets that were being fired that still had you know the bullet in the shell but this one did have a pretty blatant one that i caught so when Bucky fires that little disc that goes under and it slides up, it locks up to the front axle. But when it blows up, the car blows up from the back axle and flips. Okay. And I was fair. like, that's I was fair. looking at that. I was like, mm, okay, you got your you got your geometry right with Cap Shield, but that one you fucked up. Okay. <laughs> that should, that car should have flipped the other way. Sometimes, you know? yeah, uh,
0: you, you you shoot <laughs> it one way and and you, yeah. What was the scene? And then remember Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, when when Marion is thrown in the basket, they're driving through the the, the the and it blows up, and the car tips over. Well, they used a they used like a big uh, pile driver.
1: Oh to, yeah yeah. To knock it oh, over, right. yeah, to flip yeah. over,
0: and and I remember watching the makings of that movie. And they, they talked about it. And ever since I watched that, every time I see it, you can see the... See the... Yeah, well, that's
2: the crazy see. thing. It's <laughs> any movie. Whenever you whenever you read about something that's like a, an error, like the stormtrooper hitting his head. Right, yeah, right. You know, <laughs> you, don't, you know, you don't... Yeah. You never would have seen it, but now
1: you see it all the time. So now yeah. I'm going
0: to look for that, Noah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
1: So another one another one that bugs me in this one, and it, it just... It's science that's not real, but it's also one of those that I'm kind of like, okay, that's... you're they ended up with lightsabers somehow like Nick Fury's car flips over winter soldier. And this is the first time we see winter soldier comes up and rips the door off. And he had cut the little hole out, but okay. I believe he could have cut the top of the car off, but he cut like a foot and a half of concrete, right? Just out with his, and and you you see him light it up. It's just this little spark at the top. It's, it was a little unbelievable to, to be able to cut that quickly through that much. And then they do it again later. In the truck, when they stop, and with the the three of them in the back, or four, yeah. I guess. Because what he'll... about
0: the what about the Mission Impossible uh, face mask when uh, Scarlet yeah. and Black Widow pulls off her? Okay,
1: her so, so so I know we're not into it yet, but in in Agents of Shield that actually shows up too. Okay, good. Uh, so we we already haven't got to it, but in um, they talk. They actually have show stuff from um, this movie and. Well, this one specifically, and in Thor, they, they, uh, those have interactions with the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. movies. Um, matter of fact, when um, Winter Soldier came out, uh, when, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. went on a, a one-week break to give everybody an extra week to see the movie before they came back and saw, wow. so they wouldn't, get the, they wouldn't get the spoilers of the, the HYDRA um, Oh, nice. takeover.
0: I will and say so though, I with, the, with the face mask pulling it off. You know they put her; not, they she was portraying uh, one of the one, one of the con- councilwoman, right? Which is which is portrayed by uh, Jenny Agutter, I think is her last name. But I she definitely she's she's in her sixties, but but Scarlett Johansson. And I, I I think it's I think it's still fair that because uh, she was in oh man uh, a movie I saw in film school actually Walkabout. Mm-hmm. She's pretty.
2: She's gutter was.
0: Yes, she was in Walkabout. She was in American Werewolf in London. She, she was in Logan's Run. Yeah, right. She's been around, but she's she's really <laughs> um, she's one that uh, it would be on my list. <laughs> uh, oh,
3: so, so anyway, oh,
0: good to in, know. Anyway, on the uh, car. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had no problem with Scarlett Johansson's. You know, the, with with the rest of the body, not you know, not
1: necessarily. Sure. So I I, I had <laughs> one problem with that she she pulls off the wig and her hair just falls out naturally um you you, you couldn't have wore a short-haired wig over her hair that's a little <laughs> bit longer um they're they're a been bit all added up and whatever and yeah all. i was i was kind of like mm, I'm, okay. I'm not gonna buy that one and it was all perfectly done now Granted, uh, you know, maybe well, that's if they Black Widow's special power.
0: If they were able to digitally redo the face, couldn't they have just digitally but redone But No,
1: because she pulled it off and it was it was a wig. And Well, I mean, that, <laughs> that's got to be her power, though, is she just always looks perfect. Her hair is always right. Loki, or maybe... It was just an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, although, you know what's going to come maybe out? It's, maybe we're, it's Loki. We're going we're to <laughs> find out that Loki was actually uh, Romanoff the whole time. Right. <laughs> Which makes it really awkward when they kissed on the, the escalator. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So um
2: so I'm gonna go to my typical thing here. Two things. One, my new drink. Yeah. It's a winter soldier. I got an eggnog. So it's a winter drink. It's like Christmas, winter soldier. Right. All right. So we're big fans of the Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog here. It's eggnog, brandy, bourbon. It's all kind of comes in one bottle. It's like seven bucks it's delicious Sounds good <laughs> it's really really good so if you ever seen a store go get some but nice. the, the other thing about this movie once again it's like here's another top tier hero hollywood robert redford like oh right right like here's robert redford yeah. like you know it's, it's like is he you, you just wonder are they just pulling these guys in because it's like they have a limited budget and it's like you know, hey, Robert Redford, can I get you in this movie? Can I, I
1: actually me? I think um, actors are asking to be in these movies. I
0: bet. I, 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 I would see that. I could see that, yeah. You're probably
2: right. I mean, at this point, by the time this one rolls around, you're probably right. It's like they're yeah. probably all asking to be in these movies. It's a very valid valid point.
1: Well, that uh, they, that happened with Game of Thrones. There's a lot of people that are in Game of Thrones. And, like, and the new Star Wars movies, too. Yeah. Is it,
2: is it James Bond? I'm drawing a blank on his name. My wife's yeah, called yeah. Daniel Craig. Um, Daniel, Daniel Craig, yeah. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Is,
1: he plays one of the stormtroopers, right? Stormtroopers. <laughs> he, doesn't even, <laughs> he, does. he doesn't even take his helmet off. He's just like... He's oh. the one that, like, you don't need your weapon. Yeah. And he just... Yeah, I don't need my weapon. And drops it. Yeah, that was him. I mean, no. Um, kind of a thing. So, anyway, but... Um, yes. It, I and he played a big part of it. I mean, and he did a great job. And, and it was a fabulous. I, I think it was a great character. This is another one where I don't think there's any... Characters in this or any any of the actors that did a subpar job at any point. I mean
2: I, I agree. I agree and you guys are kind of actually turning my turning me around on, on <laughs> how, how how I mean because coming into this like I had all my notes. I had one note on this movie <laughs> the Note I had was It's just a long way to reestablish a friendship between uh, Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes. Oh come That's, what That's what I had in my notes and I was like, that's all this is. This is like a well, long run out way to reestablish our friendship, knowing what happens okay. in the future. But but you're pointing out some really great points. This is some of the best action we see in any of the movies. When they're when they're replacing the whatever those cards are. I don't know if oh, it, yeah. I've ever seen anything like that on any computer in my entire life. But obviously that's what runs these brand new ships.
3: <laughs>
2: like, it's, three things. it's like they have three of these cards that I've never yeah. seen before, but they have to replace them with these new ones. They looked very Star Trek. Very Star Trek. It's a, yeah. It reminds me, that's a great point. It reminds me of the scene, you remember the scene when Data gets drunk and he's replacing the Oh cards? yeah, yeah. He has to, it reminds me so much of that scene where Data's replacing those cards and he's I think drunk those him.
1: are the same cards. There those probably are probably the ones are. that data was They're, messing with. They
2: probably <laughs> were like, "Hey, those are perfect. Can we just get them from the set?"
0: <laughs> there's, some, there's some Star Wars in it too, because first, first off, the whole idea of Robert Redford just kind of reminded me of Grand Moff Tarkin, just being this evil yeah. leader that oh. wants to, wants to, you know, you may fire when ready, take out all the people. Yeah. But then now that you bring up the cards, that reminds me of uh, Rogue One. They kind of stole that at the at the end when they oh, yeah. have to replace the card to to, to open yeah. up the shields or something like that. So
1: so. But along those lines, this is, sorry, no, I am not go ahead. No, I was going to say, so you were talking about Grandma talking, when uh, the helicarriers are going up, there's the two guys that are in the, like, look like a bridge type thing, very Star Wars looking, very, yeah. like, uh, like they're on one of the, and he's like, where's our targets? I was like, that looks straight out of Star Wars. <laughs> it, it so did. So yeah. when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that part.
2: Well, here's what I can never understand, and this happens in so many movies. It has nothing to do with, with any of the movies we're talking about. It has to do with so many movies. It seems to me like they could have just engaged these things at any minute. Why did they
1: have to have a countdown? Why are they like? Why they are had they- to be at a certain. They had to be at a certain height. They say it. Right. They say it when they launch. But that's what. But, that's how they knew the time. I, I know they said
2: they had to be at a certain height, but like, why is there a countdown? Why are they not like saying? You know, why aren't they just like going as fast as they can to get to that height? They were. Those strong. are big-ass
1: ships. You <laughs> <But laughs> start up like a Prius and you can just zip out into fucking traffic. But you
2: they know. have engines like nothing you've ever seen in your entire life, and nothing we will ever see in our entire life. Like, they have these like, like Tony Stark engines on them I, Have you ever seen
1: an aircraft carrier take off?
2: That shit takes days. I'm sure it does. Like, I get it. Like, I talk <laughs> about that all the time. It's like, I talk about, like, like companies. Like, when a company's, like, 50 people, like when Facebook was like 10 people or whatever, yeah. it's like, they could pivot and do whatever they want, and they could do it as fast as they can but now Facebook, Facebook is yeah. an aircraft carrier. Facebook yeah. is not making a huge change in two seconds so it's, right. I get that all kind of a thing, but it's like, there's always this countdown and it's like I don't know. Well, I, I, never, I think they, can figure out the they, they, they needed it's a plan. Like it's it such a trope.
0: In Star Wars, they, they had to actually I, well, orbit around the planet before they could blow right. up the. the, the, the
1: well, st- this one, they explained it because they, I mean, Hill says, or I can't remember if it was Hill, but she says they had to be, they had to get to like. Three thousand feet, 13, you know, to, or something, or whatever. Yeah, to engage to engage the satellites, which engage. Then you also have to be at a certain height to make sure that your shots are going to go far enough to get all the targets you're trying to get. So it was all based on a height thing. So, sure, fair enough, whatever. I just don't buy it. I just go, it seems a little. Go launch a boat. Go launch a boat. Right, and then <laughs> tell me after launching a boat how much it takes. You know, you, gotta, you got to get the lines over. You got to get everybody in place. You know? I do not see any lines on this. Everybody was in their place. Like, I just <laughs> <thought> it,
2: it, <laughs> it's like it's it's the trope of the countdown. And it's yeah. like they could have done it a different way. And I just think they could have done it a little better for my for, for what I'm seeing. It's like well, they, they,
1: they had to have enough time for, for Cap and, and Falcon to do their thing, too. I mean, yeah, you can't and they it. had to have that big fight between Cap and Bucky. And I get yeah. that. Where he yeah, shot him yeah. in the ass. Can you believe Bucky yeah. shot him in the ass? In America's ass. Who shoots uh, you in America's ass? Come on. I know. Um, so uh, back before that though, we had we have the scene with uh, Sitwell where they throw him off the, the um top of the building. Falcon, you know, gets his reveal as the Falcon and kind of yep. pulls him up. And I thought that right. was really cool. That I was lo- great. I loved I love Falcon in, in the MCU way more than he was i i mean i don't know if anybody's ever watched the the comics or uh, the cartoons nope. um there's some there's some there's actually a really good one uh, avengers assemble it's on disney channel also um it's uh it, he's in there he doesn't have have the metal wings they're kind of like a a glowy red magic thing and you know <laughs> well, and he can throw like is it animated or is it yeah it's animated oh, okay. So I mean it's, it's similar but different. I, I really love what they did with him and made it realistic to me. The only problem I have with it is he's flying around at those super fast speeds and doing all that stuff with just goggles on. And this is coming from riding a motorcycle without a windshield and just I, I went with an open face helmet once. And fuck that shit. Not only do you get <laughs> bugs and all that crap in your face, but just the wind, It you know, especially well, when you're getting like
2: Yeah, when I was, when I was cycling, when I was cycling on more, that's a descent where I was getting up to just 40, 40, 40 <laughs> right? an hour, right? You get to the bottom and you're like, your eyes are watering and yeah. it's like, you know. Cheeks hurt, and...
1: flapping and so yeah, that's.
0: Okay, since you guys bring up motorcycle riding, I just, I bring this up as a debate, not necessarily that I'm I'm for or against what happened, but. I noticed that, you know, Steve Rogers goes out for a ride on his motorcycle, just chill, not when he's like battling, but when he's going chill and he's not wearing a helmet.
1: Now, I think they're in Washington and they don't have a helmet law.
0: Washington, D.C.
1: does have a helmet law. It absolutely does. I looked it up. Just yeah. Maryland, Virginia, through <laughs> Maryland, Virginia. And uh, <laughs> but in the MCU, does okay. Washington have one?
0: OK, right. That That's fair. I, and and. So
1: I'm anti-Hamble law, by the way, just so I, you know.
0: Okay. Okay, but but for, for from would Steve Rogers be? Would he to me that seems going kind well, of against Steve, his character? If anybody was, Steve Rogers would be.
2: Right. I mean, Steve Rogers could could wreck a bike at hundred miles an hour and walk away. He could,
0: but
1: he's also Or jump onto a flying. But his whole in character and...
0: introduction was he was representing who America well, you, you, you know, and he's also very morally uh you know, he'd want to do it just to, to show that he's being respectful of the rules, you know.
1: Yeah. I, okay, so, so I, if, I just if, just if they, they have a that. helmet law, I agree with you. He should have had a helmet. I, I, I agree. <laughs> if they have a helmet law, but I don't know in the MCU if they do. Okay, in the MCU. Uh, right. Okay, fair. Well, here's he, the thing. And we're,
2: we don't have to get <laughs> onto the, the, the politics of helmet laws and, and, you know, why is there a helmet law other than insurance lobbies? But we won't get into that. <laughs> 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 but I agree. If there's a helmet law of
1: all the people in the entire MCU that would have worn a helmet, he, w- he would have worn it. Yeah. I'm, not,
0: I'm not going against him. I'm just bringing that up as. as Which is
1: funny. You know, he probably didn't wear a helmet because he wears it all the time at work because, you know, when he has his captain. Well, he, he took it off at one point. He, he threw took it off a off. couple times. Yeah. Yeah. He threw it off on purpose. And well, yeah, when he was fighting Betrock
2: Yep, exactly. So, yeah.
1: okay. So at, that was another good little action scene with him taking out the, the um, it, that was after the elevator scene, which was fucking fabulous. Let's, let's just talk about that for a minute because, ugh, so good. Like... You all right? love- you do yeah, all right? a minute? Yeah, I do. I'm <laughs> swooning. Um, What's well,
0: that, so- those great, those great uh, uh, handcuffs? That really the mag- magnetic,
1: yeah. That really yeah. posed a challenge, and you you get a sense of oh my gosh, this could well, be. I love, this could be, I love how he he went detective though on that. You know, the first three guys come in there, Romla, you know, and the guy's holding his his little very well little filmed, beat. yes yeah. yeah. And then the guy's sweating, and they're all around. And, then, and I love and how then he, he starts it off. He, he what does he say? go ahead. Like he's he's like before we get started. Did anybody want to get off? I was like, I was like, motherfucker. He just threw the gauntlet down. I was like, oh, I loved it. And then watching that scene, I I I've been one of those people that'll I'll go all the way through it and I'll rewind and I'll go all the way through like multiple times. Um, the just the the beating he gives those guys is so badass. Like ah, oh, so good. And uh,
2: he's such a good fighter. Like he's such like. I, I don't know much about fighting. You guys know a ton more about fighting than I do. You guys are, are are martial arts and and you do all that stuff. But just like of like he's super strong, obviously, and he heals faster or whatever, and everything goes along with him. But I just think he does such a great job of fighting.
1: He's he's trained and it shows, and yeah. you know he's he's put the work in. And uh, it was one of those things. I was look- when when I looked up that uh, Robbie Downer Jr. and his black belt. I was looking at some of the other uh, actors that have you know black belts or are, 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 are different martial arts training. And there's quite a few. I was pretty interested to see that um, uh, you know Keanu Reeves. Uh, you know he does John Wick, and there's a lot of. that. He actually I think is a brown belt in a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and then he's he's done some Krav Maga and some other things like that. Gung fu, um, gung fu, right gunfu Fu Gun Fu. Yeah. yeah, he does a lot of training with that. Um, but that so this this the fight scenes in this were just incredible. Starting with, with the the elevator and just I mean, it's like what 15 guys on one, he just whoops that ass. Then, you know, and then he gets away. He has the little fight with the um the Quinn jet, which I thought was really kind of cool, you know. Uh, then he gets away from that. Um Then we get the one, you know, after we uh, get um Agent Sitwell on the the, the roof. Uh, they're driving and, you know, Sitwell's in the back and, you know, they're going along, and then uh, winter soldier rips him out of the car and throws him into the other lane, which, yeah. Um, so some of the other podcasts I've listened to have a, have a, a love hate relationship with Sitwell. They love to hate him, kind of thing. Um, oh, really? And he, well, he shows up a lot in agents of shield and like he yeah. was in, he was in the first Thor and a couple other things. And so, uh seeing that and then listening to these uh, they, they just love that scene so i watched it closely today he throws him right in front of a truck like literally going the other way you're like that dude's dead there's just there's just no possibility any other way which this is one of the first ones i think that showed some true violence you know like we had Thor where they had the big battles and they're zapping everybody, but it's it's like GI Joe, a lot of lot of bullets and you know then people laying around, nothing nothing kind of bad. This one had some stuff where it was like a little bit more violent looking, you know, a lot more explosions, like planes and things hitting and taking oh, it's kind out. Of like Avengers,
2: I mean, I adventures mean, has a lot of a lot of that kind. Of, I mean, there's like you know they they basically. But there
3: wasn't-
1: yeah, but there wasn't a lot of like like people being thrown right in front of a truck. It was it was oh, sure. the enemy attacking that there. not a lot of just people physical blood violence.
0: Maybe yeah. I, maybe well, maybe it was on purpose knowing that, you know Steve Rogers comes from, you know, he's a war he, he fought yeah. wars, you know, that was his his thing and he, but he's also tries to bring some humanity and moral moral right. code and they've got to balance that. So, you know, he de- definitely is the one to make the call. I'm going to I'm going to kill yeah. this person. Um, and <laughs> well, that, like, we get that been, into that battle, though. Boat, huh?
1: Well, or, so, I mean, we continue on with that that uh, that going down the street in the car, you know, that whole thing. The Winter Soldier on top of the car and then, then the shooting yeah. and all that. And all that goes on with that. There's just so much. Such a, the bus. Uh, an intense and good sh- The bus, you know, th- this is one where uh, Scarlett Johansson gets shot in the shoulder. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But the fight scene, the hand-to-hand fight scene between Bucky and, and Cap, right the knife when he has the knife and they're going at it that is probably one of the best hand to hand fighting scenes it's in any i mean it, it i would say outside of the ones in black panther where they actually had some well, you know, yeah. decent fight hand to hand i th- and i still think this one is uh is one of the best the cool thing is is so um so well, i i would say this from the movies because like i think about some of the
2: fighting scenes and you know it goes to the TVs. A lot of, I think, a lot of the fighting scenes in the Daredevil stuff. Oh, right. You know, a lot of the Daredevil fighting scenes are are great. I think those yes. are some of the best hand to hand fighting scenes. But of the movies, I, I would agree with you. True. You, True. you mentioned
0: Black Black Panther. Is that what you said? Yes. And 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 one thing that bugged me about Black Panther was that a lot of the fight scenes were done with computer generation or computer graphics. Uh, CGI um, and stuff, and that's something that this movie—it's—they sure So
2: didn't actually fight. Like one person would fight, and the other person would fight, and they kind of melded it together. Kind you know, of the thing. They were
0: digital Black Panthers. You know, they the, they would sometimes. Beat. Well, but they they also had that one where they were in the like the right. water.
1: Okay. Fighting and.
0: Oh right! Yeah yeah yeah. That's fair, but I All thought the it it was more. Huh? My my point was more about about this movie and and and, is that they do not rely on CG.
1: Oh no! Not at all. Not
0: at all for the for the well, for the people. Some. I'm sure they do it for like when well, you look at the that the when he does the flip over the over the the jet that's coming down flying uh-huh. out near that yeah. had to be done yeah. a lot in the computer, but it's so effectively done you don't you don't get yeah. a sense of it. And all the fist fighting and stuff, it just it just comes across as much more real. And that's nice. That's
1: nice to see. So so Sebastian Stan, who plays Bucky, apparently, uh, spent like six months carrying a plastic knife and just messing with it, flipping it around and doing know. all the stuff for that fight scene. And um, because he, you know, he does the one where he drops it and catches it in their hand and keeps, there's a lot of those little things where he, they yeah. do their kind of like mini flips and like, yep. he's really he like,
2: just so the other person can't get the knife or whatever. I mean, they do so much great stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he, he wanted this to be some serious, realistic, and I think, to me, it's one of the better hand-to-hand fights. I actually like this, this hand-to-hand fight much better than even the one where they're on the helicarrier fighting. Um, I think this one is a better fight. Um, okay. Then you, got, and you also have the other parts of it, too. You, know, you got Natasha doing her thing, doing it, You know, taking out the other guys. The only, <laughs> I did have a problem. The guy that drops down on the car with the minigun, he fired way too many rounds without having to reload. That guy could not have fired that many rounds. He couldn't have held those that many rounds, and carried that gun. Just not really possible. So, um, just just my I'll point. I'll take
2: your word for it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a, oh god, there was another one where they were shooting, and I was like, oh, that's a little much. But I, I don't remember oh, off. That, nineteen it's, 19 it's seventeen. Remember? It's really? Go ahead, chief. Well, I just remember
0: the the movie we reviewed, nineteen seventeen. I, I think you oh, argued yeah. oh, about one of the The number shots. Yeah, and and we, I, I was able to look it up, and it, you were actually that was that was the one time I think that uh,
1: you, you. Yeah, it was a ten-round magazine instead of a five, which right. is normal, and it, right. but that's fine. But other than um, that,
0: yes, I I will. I, yeah, I, well, I, I but a minigun you in your in your, uh, <laughs> in your weapon
1: uh, knowledge. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not an expert, but I, I definitely pay attention to it.
2: It's interesting, though, to talk to talk about that. Um, the one thing that's really pretty interesting is that um, you talk about this happens so many times in movies. It's not it's not exclusive to the MCU, it's not exclusive to any other franchise. But going back to uh, Iron Man 3, when I mean, we talked about this, when Tony Stark's like, give me a magnet, basically, it's like, give me some oh, bullets. Oh, right, right. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't work that way. It's like, just give me some bullets. It's like, yeah. it doesn't work that way or whatever. And it's like, that's one of the first times in a movie where you see it where, where yeah. they're like, I can't give you bullets because it's a different
1: gun. Oh, gun yeah, or the magazines like, don't fit the same.
2: Right. Or like almost any other movie would be like, Oh, here you go, here's a couple of yeah. magazines or
1: whatever and, yeah. everybody everybody carries the same same size yeah. and, and so
2: they all the exact same gun, the exact same model, everything's the same, and I could just hand you everything
1: that's Which is so bullshit because you can have the same brand, same caliber. Right, but one's a short, one's a long, and they'll have a different—they'll have a different clip. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like if it's not the
0: same gun. It's not the same gun. Yeah. So when well. I'm playing Call of Duty and I'm pl- picking up all the ammo, that—that's yeah, that's
1: bullshit. That's bullshit. Okay. Uh, but it works for Call of Duty because it's an animated it works for gun. Call of Duty because it's fake. But, yeah. <laughs> but and, and so I give I give them a little if you break. Pick and, up a chainsaw though, and that's good though. Yeah, you can always pick up a chainsaw. Hey, Knives do not matter. They'll men- all fit in your hand.
0: You mentioned the scene with the guy on the roof. What, what, what was his name? Uh, uh, oh. Um, the roof and Falcon. Sitwell. So, okay. So he talks about all of Hydra's targets. and Yeah. Oh, he, he, oh, he spilled the beans. Well, he mentioned uh, Stephen Strange. And yeah. I looked it up. Yeah. I looked it up, and this was all prior to Stephen Strange being, being a... Um, you know, becoming Doctor being Strange, being Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, and and so I did a little research, and I found the director said, well, um, he was a he was a very well known doctor at the time, you know, and to me that seemed a little cop out. It's almost like they were trying to to introduce you to a character, but but their timing was all off. So that that's something that that's
1: interesting because I well, comic book wise, I think Doctor Strange was much earlier than than would any of that been. So maybe that was part of where maybe the, they were getting the ahead of themselves,
0: been. and 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 they yeah. came up with a different. Uh, when they write them it's like they probably get like it's
2: i wonder if they when they're when they're when they're setting the writers up with these movies is it like you know we're going to give you some information about the other movies but we're not going to tell you everything about the other movies so Possible. Like, it's like you know they're like oh well we know there's dr strange and we can work an in there. Or, or maybe they're comic book geeks like maybe the guys who are writing this are like total comic mm-hmm. book
1: geeks because oh, they, 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 they say banner story and storyline yeah. and everything well, and, they and, and, know that
0: yeah, in fact, there was someone, when I was doing my research, uh, someone actually broke down all of the different ones that he re- re- reeled off and came up with his theories on each one and what who they represented in the in the comic book universe, you know, and I thought that was kind of nice. cool.
1: So but, I, don't, I don't know if you guys know this too, so uh, when Steve and um, Falcon are at the beginning and he tells them, he's like, uh, all you need to know is the uh, Luther, was it Luther Vandross album? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the list he writes, is different, uh, depending on what country, um, the movie's playing in. So really? yeah. So U S gets one list, like Europe will get another list. uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's, if you, you can go out there and research them and like, see what the differences are. Like, I think, um, a lot of them have the similar things on it, but like, uh, you know, I think on this one it's like the berlin wall the fall and or the rise and the fall and things like that yeah. but like in europe it'd be totally different and like the beatles and stuff like yeah. that
2: that's hilarious that's, yeah. it's, it's
1: great. i mean it's interesting it's like you
2: know the internet's been great or whatever he said or yeah. something like that <laughs> right yeah. no, pol-
1: no polio is nice <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly so um one of, the, one of the characters in this, uh, the Brock Rumlow, he's, he's the guy that is, he's kind of the, right. uh, yeah. he's kind of like the main shield guy, like the main shield, like muscle he, guy. He's there. He's there, the leader of their strike team. So he's yeah, the leader yeah. of their, their special forces, um, who, who turns up later in civil, civil war. war as crossbones. And, uh, so that, that, I thought it was interesting. So there's, there's a lot of theories out in the, on him too. Like whether he was a huge Cap fan or was he, you know, he's Hydra. So it, whether whether he was trying to buddy up to Cap because he knew things were going to go or was he really just, you know, uh, kind of a fanboy of Cap and stuff. So I was watching it through the last time I watched it, trying to figure it out. And uh, to me, it looked more like he played it up, like he knew, he knew Hydra was going to come out at some point and he wanted to kind of have that close-up because he wanted to be the guy – to take down cap and which i thought was kind of an interesting play on it but it's weird it not weird but it's interesting to hear different people's takes on it from from what they see like like i said i one one of the um podcasts i listened to it's it's random t podcast um they did uh one of the girls was saying that he definitely had a crush on him and i was like i don't see that (laughs) like i I just you know what they
2: they might have a crush on him because he was in prison break and prison break was like when prison break came out that movie, everybody was like so in love with all of the guys in prison <laughs> break, when that first came out. So it
1: might be a carryover from that. Well, no, I think what they were, what she was saying was, is, is Romolo as a character had um, a crush on Cap, And that's oh, another thing. A lot I of people. I got you. I'm this, sorry. Okay. Okay.
0: Losing your eye, yeah.
1: They, they always try and relationship people like, oh, you know, Captain, you know, him and this. And, the, and I'm yeah. like, w-.
0: is it just Noah?
1: I think it's just Noah. I'm gonna okay. pause this here for a sec. Noah's, I don't know what it was. It, every once in a while, it just goes funky. Okay, all yeah. right. So we were talking, yeah, so like they're talking about all these relationships and I was like, why can't people just have a relationship where you're just friends? Why does it always have to be, you know, this, this love and, and physical interaction? Like, why can't, especially like guys, like why can't Falcon and, and Cap just be buddies? Like, why does it have to be, you know, there, there's people that always like, Oh, I, they love each other. I'm like, why can't they just be bros? What about Black Widow and Hawkeye though? Black Widow and Hawkeye are, so there's a lot of things to go out on that because now he's got a wife, so right? Yeah. But there's, there's also, um, in this one, I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, uh, Romanoff is wearing a, a necklace with an arrow on it, and so a lot of people were thinking, oh, she's, she's throwing out that, like, that call out to him as them being in a relationship because they kind of built that up through the, through the um, first Avengers, but then you get to the next one, and all of a sudden she's kind of flirting it up with Banner. So yeah. it, it's really weird. Well, she's partnered
2: up with Banner because she's like Banner's muse, right? She's the one that keeps Banner calm. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, well, she knows it, that's her job. I don't, I don't think there's anything
1: relationship Well, no, because she... Oh, no, no. Come on, man. They're up in the room, and they're talking about, like, the whole, um, you know, I'm a monster too and, you know, the yeah. Red Room. I think that, to me, there's more of a relationship there than there was really built with Hawkeye. I always felt them as brother sister type like super tight best friend type you know like Hawkeye and Hawkeye and, and Romanoff Yeah that's how I always you know like Yeah I see brother that. sister almost and I, I think the yeah, same thing with Captain Cap and her right yeah. I think Well that's
2: reinforced I think that's really reinforced when you see Romanoff and you know going forward when you see Romanoff and they go to Hawkeye's house Oh They yeah. know each other and everything's cool and it's not like like who's and, this bitch kind of a thing. It's yeah. not like and, there's
1: a jealousy or anything. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, but it's just one of those things is like, I always wonder, and that's that different perspective that would be nice is like, why why does relationships always have to be like, why can't they just be friends? Why does it always have to be romantic?
2: That's what sells tickets, man. Come on, you
1: gotta sell tickets to movies. <laughs> I, I would I would rather see a buddy cop film than than to, you know. Hey, they're not like writing you. these movies for us. They're not trying to draw <laughs> us in. We're
2: gonna go no matter what. <laughs> We're going no matter what. They're trying to draw my wife in. Like, they're trying to get my wife to come see one of these. Well, that's why. Which is never going to happen. That's why Thor takes his his shirt off. Right. right? I mean, that That, ain't going to do it. And there's nothing that's going to get my wife to come to see one of these. Really? I can tell you that right now. Absolutely. She's seen. seen, uh, I got her to go see Deadpool 2. That's That's great. (laughs) We got her to go see Deadpool 2. And she was like, that's it. Done. What? It's over. <laughs> she, she went just, to Deadpool one. Deadpool she fell. One. As, she fell asleep at Inception. I mean, it's you know, it's. She's not a movie she's person. A, she's a movie person, but she's not a she's not an MCU person. She's not like she doesn't like costumes. She doesn't like. You know, it's like all that kind of stuff. So it's like she's just not gonna right, and she's with me, right? I mean, you know my history. Yeah, (laughs) like she doesn't like costumes. That we're married, like that's unbelievable, right? But I don't wear costumes anymore, so that's (laughs) (laughs) you still do? You still you you do? No, I. You're wearing wearing, it. You're just unless you them. call unless you call the clothes I wear when I go to an office a costume, I don't yep. really wear costumes anymore. Because <laughs> I'd rather wear like I'd rather wear shorts and a t shirt every single day, but right. that doesn't work
1: in the office. So, so you're wearing your work costume. <laughs> there you go. Hey, there we you all know. do it. Um what was I gonna talk about? Oh, so we I mean we got so much okay, so we we, we brushed over a little bit of the Nick Fury, right? His car yeah. uh, his car chase accident crazy thing. Um powerful scene you know like crazy cops just tearing up shooting up the car and stuff and then him get out there uh then uh he shows up at caps house right yeah how how crazy is that that like you know the, that's when the whole suspicion tense moment start i thought that was great then we also get introduced to um uh kate or agent 13 right who we f- later find out is actually uh peggy carter's niece right
0: right well, she's she did. It's almost like another love interest too like they they play oh she like,
1: does yeah. definitely in um in civil war the yeah. ace mood civil war did they... which is, and then uh, yeah oh, a lot of people are right. like oh too soon too soon. it was like after the funeral it's like hmm yeah you know he's, he's she's like the main character from Revenge. sorry anyway yeah <laughs> i i love her i think she's great i i, um, I think she's I, good too I loved her character at the end uh, where, um, you know, we, God, we're jumping around a lot, but here you get the captain's order scene where they get back into shield um, when they're trying to launch the characters, and he gets over the loudspeaker and he, he I, I can't tell you what it is word for word, but it's basically like, Hey, I know some of you guys have been told to hunt me, you know, this is what's going on. He's like, you know, well, I'm going to stand up for what, what's good and what's right. And if I have to do it alone, so be it. Right. And then you get the, the kind of like the the, the people control. that are real shield. Yeah. yeah they get the shield again. And I was like, Oh, but she's the one that kind of like the one guy stands up first to, he's like, the guy's like, okay, do this. And he's like, uh, no cap said, no do this or I'm going to shoot you. And then she f- pulls the gun and like, no. And uh, that's, I was like, that was pretty powerful. I thought that was really cool because that shows that like, even though shield is, is infiltrated or what did, uh, what did Fury say? Uh, compromised right There's still there's still good people in there which this is another one i had a problem with okay so if there's that much fucking hydra how did they not know because you can't have that many people without someone slipping up someone's gonna clearly clearly you can (laughs) well yeah but i mean i i'm calling bullshit okay i'll tell you what i would definitely not be able to be
2: in hydra because i could not keep that secret (laughs) I mean, right? if, if I was a member of Hydra, they'd be like,
1: "Done, it's, yeah, <laughs> done deal." Sorry, you'd be, you'd be by the water cooler. Hey, yeah. Hydra, you Hydra <laughs> me too. Fist bump, fist bump.
0: <laughs> I think that's playing up to the comic too, the whole Hydra connection too. Yeah. To me, this movie works best when it really uh, explains their motivation from a from a you know a point of view that that I get can understand. So mm-hmm. when, they, when they just define yeah. it as Hail Hydra, it seems a little um, evil core, you know, that, that, <laughs> that, that kind of, uh, okay, I get it, that's the comics, but they, they back it up with a lot more,
1: uh,
0: you know, understanding point of view that, that you can get behind. And I like that. Yeah. So I,
1: so. I like this one too, because it, it brought in um, some more badass female characters, right, you know, um, we got Natasha, who's definitely badass. We know that from, right. she's, she's been badass. From day one, but we get more Maria Hill, right? We right. get to see her kind of do some. I lo- love it. She's limber as fuck, cause they're sitting in the back of that truck. First, yeah. she jabs that dude in the chest, and then kicks him while she's sitting down next to him. She kicks him in the head. I'm like, I'm looking at trying to do that. I'm like, how the, you know, I was like, that was badass. And I just, she does all that, then pulls the helmet off, and then like ah, squeezing my head. And I, I thought it was great. And then you know, she helps take over, yeah, get back in. And then, you know, you had Kate, Agent 13, do her thing. You know, she was shooting it up. Um, I just – I th- I thought it was cool that they brought in some more, you know, they're bringing in some more female characters that are kind of – show some badassness.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're definitely – and then, again, going to the post credit scene, I mean, that's where they bring in Scarlet Witch and i forget the other guy's name. What's – Quicksilver? Uh, Quicksilver. No,
1: yeah. Yep. Petra.
2: Yeah, so they're bringing them in, and it's like – I mean, I remember – I remember seeing that movie. I remember seeing this in the theater and it's, I don't remember, you know, I'd started, this is when I really started to get serious about making sure I saw it like opening night and first <laughs> um, couple of days, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I remember like, like as soon as the lights came on, it was like, I gotta, I gotta figure out who those people are. Like, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> find out like what's, what's the next move and, and all that. And it's like, there's already theories about, you know, their interaction yeah. and everything, and it's like, yeah, it's... Well, I knew who they were right off the
1: bat yeah. um, just because I knew the, the comic history, um, that they're the twins and stuff like that, which they're... It's weird that they're in there because they're technically mutants in the comics. Well, yeah, um, that's...
0: Right. Because they, they, Quicksilver's been in X-Men too, right? Don't they have a whole nother yes. uh, yep. character that... Yes. Different or, guy, though, right? It's a different Oh, yeah, yeah. It is a total different real... Played up totally different, yeah. But, uh, but the same... Uh, the space, well, they killed him, so it doesn't really matter. Comic. In in, <laughs> the, in the MCU, right?
1: Oh, what was it? Uh, I saw a meme and it was it was really bad because it was like here's Cap with his shield and they show Cap holding shield and then they and then they're like and here's um, Hawkeye with a shield and it shows Quicksilver diving in front of him. Getting ah! <laughs> I was like, that's fucked up. I was like, that was, it was funny, but Sorry. it was fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, and so in the comics, uh, actually, uh, Scarlet Witch is one of the most powerful uh, people in the in the you know MCU universe, Marvel universe. Well, I could
2: I mean I could I could see I mean you look at some of these characters who are, are not not necessarily main characters and you look at some of their powers and you're like how are they not like how are they not, you know, so much more powerful kind of a thing yeah. or whatever. Well she's
1: know? she's considered one of the most powerful and vision actually is, is like Well that's maybe. the other one I was thinking about too, exactly. He's actually I can't stand him. He he's one of my least favorite characters. Really? He, he bores me. He really does. Other than having Jarvis's voice like, there's, there's no use for him. Um, all right, so back to the Winter Soldier. Uh, we got we had that great scene, the great fight scene. Um, get the whole Nick Fury's not dead kind of thing. Oh, so the whole die, Nick Fury dying, like yeah. that was crazy. Like, oh my, you know, just the the emotion in that. Um, but what I thought was really good, and this is going back to the intrigue of the story, is you know Cap goes out and he's talking to uh, Romanoff. And uh, the Romolo guy's like, "Hey, Shield, want you back?" He's like, "Okay, one minute." It's like they said now, and he turns and kind of looks at him like, "Motherfucker!" Like I was, I was waiting for him to say something, but I was like, "Nah, Cap's too good." You know, he, he should, he outranked him. He should have just put him in his place. But he did the little, you know, he stuck the little uh, zip drive thing in the in the candy machine. I thought that was cool. And then when he comes back to get it. A Romanoff sitting there blowing the bubbles, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, that was cool. That was a good little little gotcha thing. I yeah. thought, you know, little things like that in this movie were great. Like they, they had so much of it. Um, well, like to, yeah. like to
0: Bo's point about about using comic moments to tell to reveal something and it's just like the blowing mm-hmm. of the bubble that's funny but he yeah. also oh she knew you know because you know well, she whatever, caught it was,
1: she knew caught on she knew
0: exactly where so, it was and she's got yeah. it and, and uh
1: so here we and we get another big kind of you know uh I don't know if you want to call him a villain but uh Zola right the 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 computer hmm. uh guy who was the he was in the first uh soldier the or the First Avenger, right? Captain America. First Avenger. He was one of the uh, sidekicks of the Red Skull, right? He comes back, and so this is this has been. I, I can't speak exactly to the comics, so someone, if if they know better, will probably call us out on Nobody it. Nobody here. <laughs> uh, so he's supposed to be uh, Modok in in the comics, and so Modok is this like big head guy in a little floating chair. He looks really ridiculous, but. They, when they put him in the the computer screen, it really did kind of a c- good callback to it and good kind of tie back to the, the nice. comics. I thought was really good, and so so this is where we got the story of, and this is where they really kind of where where the bad guy does his his monologue, right? And so I, this was probably the least interesting scene or portion of the whole movie to me from the whole Zoloff thing, although it was it was cool it it was kind of boring and i don't know how you guys felt about it i thought
0: it was kind of good that it kind of drew your attention that oh my gosh this movie's going a completely different direction and then it's like ah, made you look and and (laughs) uh so it worked for me at at first it was like oh they're going back to back to the original one uh it felt a little Mm -hmm. wrong but then but then i liked it when he's like i've just been talking to buy you time you know and right what's going on um I, i thought it worked yeah, it kind of it kind of caught
2: me off guard. It was a great kind of like, you know, jerking the wheel to the left kind of a thing. You know, it just yeah. definitely kind of caught me off guard. So it was a nice, it was a nice twist. I uh, yeah, I didn't mind it. I
1: thought it was good. well. They was they also good. did a little throwback to Steve. You know, he was in the in that camp when he was in boot camp, essentially. Right, right, he, right. Called it up that he knew that building shouldn't be there because it's an armory within 500 feet of a barracks kind of thing. Which I yeah. that to me was a cool line because it was like that's something Cap would know. He would know army regulations to the T. I don't know army regulations at all. Right. Coast Guard. So in the Coast
2: Guard, they don't have that? They could have a barracks right next to an armory and no problem?
1: (laughs) Probably. I don't know. Do they have an armory? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) We do. It's a little tiny one. It's kind of like the Barney Fife. Everybody gets one bullet. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. So that, I thought, but I thought they did a really good job with this one. Um, that was a whole scene with them driving in the truck, um, yeah. the, the discussion. And he's like, well, what do you want me to be? He goes, how about a friend? So yeah. I thought that, that was really cool. That was one of those moments where it was like, oh, it could, you know, could it go relationship? Could You know, because she keeps through the whole movie too, running gag. She's trying to set him up on a date. Right. Right. Yeah. With <laughs> different people. Yeah. And then in, in, in the truck, she's kind of talking to him and like uh, it could go that way. And he's like, well, how, what do you want me to be? How about you just be a friend? And I was like, that was cool. Yeah. Um, this, they had some really touching moments in this. Um,
2: they did some definitely like relationship kind of development to your point. Yeah. I mean, like some of, the, some of the, not like relationship like yeah. I have with my wife, but relationship like how characters relate to each other kind of relationship. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: How, how you can be really close with someone without it being uh, romantically uh, driven. Yep. I thought you know uh the other part I really liked is they they touched a little bit on the um, the battle that you know soldiers get when they come home from war you know they they touch on that with the with um, Falcon and, and cap they even go okay. to the the VA um, okay. yep. meeting and stuff and I thought that was that was really cool especially you know what she's talking about she's like I swerved you know they thought I was drunk because I swerved because I uh, I thought uh, I saw a bag and I thought it was an IUD and oh, so wow. um you know it it's such a small part but it's actually very powerful you know especially sure. for anybody that's dealing with that or, or or is dealing or is close to someone dealing with that I, I thought that was really cool and and um i'm really glad they put stuff like that in there because yeah. you know it, it's, it's it, real life real life kind but, of stuff you know, yeah
2: it's interesting so, it's really interesting to think about it like just to go and and We're at, like, three hours, first of all, so we should probably, like, think about wrapping this up. But um, one of the things that's that's interesting to to look at him talking about stuff, like, at the VA and and being, like, very open about that, if you go to Endgame and you see him and he's, like, in the Survivors group kind of a thing and he's another Mm -hmm. one, like, he's all about the kind of... Like, he's really embraced the sort of group discussion of, like, talking about his feelings and that kind of a thing. And it's, like, it's kind of interesting how that's, like, kind of a, a thing with his you know, his open emotions yeah. kind of with his character. So anyway.
1: So one of the last parts I want to talk about, cause I mean, there's the whole Hydra taking over and then how, how they kind of fight that back. They, they take out the helicarriers, you know, there, there's that big battle scene. We get to see Falcon doing his thing, flying yeah. around, dodging this way, dodging that way. That was really cool. Cap doing his thing, fighting guys, throwing shields, and then he ends up fighting Bucky at the end. Um, the big part of that is the, the very end part is cap does what he needs to do to, to stop the helicarriers but then he stops fighting bucky and he's like i'm not gonna fight you yeah he's like he's like and then the, you know they he's he's breaking through
0: reference him. i won't fight you just like he
1: doesn't <laughs> fight <laughs> right. fight his father so um and then when he's punching him in the face and he's he's like you know he's like uh what he say he's like you're my mission he's like well then finish it He's like, complete it. And he's like, because I'm with you to the end of the line. And it's like, it throws that back to the first movie. It was like, fucking crazy. I mean, not watching it. So I watched this. I was literally watching this right before we did the podcast. Um, And that's the very end scene, essentially. I was like, you know, holding back a little bit of tears. I was like, man, it's just (laughs) so rough. Like, imagine, you know, you're your best friend from ever. and, And that's the situation you're at. You know, it's like, and so. I love the fact that how they end it where they don't really show or say anything, but that you kind of get that Bucky drags him out of the water. Right. Yeah. And, and they kind of leave it at that. I was like, that's, it's, it's fucking good. So I, I, you're right. It's a, a long movie to get a reconnection of, of friends, but there's so much else involved with it that it's so good. Yeah. Um, Besides the fact that it's got some of the best action scenes. The sure. the the Helic the Helicarrier, the last the last big, big action scene, isn't as spectacular as some of the others. Like it, I don't think that's better than the in game finals. But I think the knife fight, I think the beginning, um, I think those those two for sure are better better yeah. fights than in most of the other MCU fights.
2: Sure, yeah. I mean and and you I mean there's just there's a lot of great fighting action scenes that aren't I mean, there's CGI obviously across the yeah. board on all these, but they're not like solely CGI fight scenes, like yeah. the stuff you see in Iron Man and the stuff you see in like Thor and, and all that kind of stuff. So right. So I,
0: I think, think right. it's interesting just to listen to, uh, <laughs> to the characters too. Steve Rogers, I think, is is really an interesting. I've kind of got a, a a man crush on him. He's he's someone that oh, well, I fully that, do that you can. Whereas you got you got Tony Stark who's all ego. It's all about watching him and just kind of smiling because he's all about himself. Whereas Steve Rogers he taught it it's more fun just to see him engaging with other people and he's so open to everyone. Um it's just I think it's he's a really well Between the character three, and Chris Evans does a great job portraying
1: The three him. of them, right? You got Tony who's that that outgoing, very pompous kind of ego guy. You got Cap who's totally opposite of that, you know. Very down to earth, and then you got Thor, who's the the super protector, right? He's he's going to be the first guy to stand in front and take the blunt. You know, he, he yeah. he's that he's that kind of guy. They all cover different things, and and you like them all for different reasons. Um, like you said, I, I totally have a man crush on on Captain America, and and it's funny because growing up, I read the comics a little bit, but never really got into it. it was like, eh, he's he's okay, but not great. After these movies, it's like, man, he's he's fucking awesome. Like, I I want to get a Captain America Shield tattoo, but I also want to get a Thor hammer and I kinda of want to do them <laughs> together. So it my, my thought was, was okay, do I get one on one on each arm? Because then I got my shield arm and my, my hammer arm or do I get them together? Kind you of go get a,
2: you should you should get a shield, a, a Thor axe and hammer crossed. <laughs> Over the shield? Get yeah. that get Yeah, the, uh, exactly. Thorn, yeah, or behind it. Like behind it, like get, the, get them across behind with a shield over the top of them.
1: Nice. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I might. Hmm. That's a good mm, idea. Mm, <laughs> mm. Well, I also wanted the lightning coming out, you know, because I want oh, be to oh, I, I be known as sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, like Bo said, we're, we're running real. I don't know if we've hit three hours yet, but we're getting close, uh, which might make it our longest podcast yet, which... Um, Thank God we didn't do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this one, too. Oh, my God. Okay.
3: <laughs>
1: so, but um, I want to try and I think that might be our next week if, that's, if that works with you guys. Um, yeah, that works those, for me. Yeah. Um, so I want to start getting some of those. But I think, I think we may shorten how much material we're doing per so we can get more deeper into each one. Because I, I, we could have done a, pod, a podcast on Winter Soldier alone um which i've noticed a lot of people have done and stuff yeah. like that so we'll get there um this is by far one of my my top movies uh it's not the d- top one but i'd put it right up there maybe top 3 um top 5 yeah. for sure maybe top 3
2: yeah that's fair. I'll I'll respect your opinion. <laughs> I will just say, I'll just leave it at that. I, I, I just it's, said it's, it's my. Top it's three. in the top half. I'd say it's in the top half for me. I would definitely put it in the top half. I don't know where I'd rank it. I mean, that sounds like like that could be like this. That could be like the the
1: podcast after we're done all this. Like all we can them, look at do, like, do we could try and rank them. We can yeah. try and rank them uh, together and talk I about. I actually it. I actually would like to do that. That would be kind of fun man, when we finish it all. We could yeah not only rank all all of the, the shows but like the seasons per you know the 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 actual series like so so it's like all the movies are like one through 20 or whatever it
2: is and then, episode, then the series come each, after
1: each, each episode well i don't know like each I'm, each gonna episode say, episode. I'm gonna say i'm gonna say daredevil season one is better than uh iron man three wait wait you're getting ahead of yourself come on <laughs> yeah come on no i'm just saying from <laughs> what i know i've seen everything that we're we're gonna cover i haven't seen everything but i would i would I've seen those two and I would not. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing going into it that I hadn't seen was the Hulk and we've already done that one. So yeah. other than that, I've watched uh, everything else we planned to cover. So,
2: yeah, I'll say, I mean, we're, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. We can talk about it later, but I will say daredevil season one might be one of the best um,
1: of the series mm-hmm. that, that we're going to look at. Yeah, so. for sure. All right, cool. Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of this MCU review of these three movies. Um, like, once again, we hit uh, Iron Man three, Thor, Thor: The Dark World, and Captain America: Winter Soldier. Up next, we're going to cover season one of Shield, which that could that maybe will be a short one, or who knows? Is there's twenty three episodes and there's a lot of little things to talk about. We'll, yeah, we'll that's the
2: thing about these shows. I think you're right. I think there's a lot of little things, but none of them are so super
1: involved like the movies that they're right. going to draw a lot of time. There's there's some there's some podcasts out there that do every episode. God, hot bless, hot them. God <laughs> <Yeah>. bless them. God bless them. And it's it funny because it's like I want to listen to them, but it's like no. Can I get one that's just season one? Can I get just a recap season one? What you I know. think? But there's nobody. Well, else that's there what, doing
2: yeah, that's so, what I need to do. I'm not gonna. Uh, I will say this. I'm gonna have to read some synopsis or go back and double check because there's there's no way I'm rewatching the entire season one. I mean, I'm I'm just finishing up season. I'm up to. I'm just at episode nineteen of season of, two.
1: Of season two, and I just uh, I got I got I got to make some headway. I got, yeah, there's, there's a lot coming too. Yeah, exactly. Wait. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. Unless you guys do anything. Oh, the yeah. one other thing is in, uh, and maybe we'll cover it. Maybe that's to be something we can do with season. Uh, one of shield is we can go back and talk about, uh, other stuff that's come up in these yeah. other re- reviews of things that may have changed how we felt about Avengers and Iron Man one and two and, and things like that. Sounds so, good. Uh, all right. So I think that's it, right? That I'm good. <laughs> all right. And good night, everybody.
2: All right. What, hey, what's the email address? Oh. <laughs> the, 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 the. Just, just yeah, yeah if, if you want to email, email you'll
0: find it on gmail somewhere
2: <laughs> at... <laughs> isn't it d.hwsi so, so... that that or no, something? podcast or? Podcast. Podcast. Podcast, uh, podcast at, at gmail
1: at gmail.com. at gmail.com okay yeah so yeah. if nobody ever emails me i get more emails from apple telling me their new phones out than i do from anybody else but <laughs> there you go
2: there you go now,
1: uh, yeah. No, if you want to email us, let us know, uh, especially if you're a female listener and want to join. Um, let's, we want to, we want to hear your side of the view. We want to see how you sees it. Awesome. <laughs> how she, sees all right. It. How she sees it. How she sees it. Right. All right, guys. We'll give her her own email.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right. Nice.
2: All right. All right. That's it. Good night. Take it easy guys.